Last Refuge fans, DM Jazzy Hands here. This is it. The audio from our one-year anniversary special with guest Dan Dillon. It's a long one, I know, so thanks for downloading. And I'm going to make this quick so that we can move on to the actual episode. First, the audio isn't quite the quality that you've grown accustomed to. Because of the length of the recording, it was easier to just grab it from the conference call audio rather than to put together individual audios like I usually do. Second, and related, I didn't go through and trim any interstitial bits or do any interior editing. This audio is completely raw, and whatever happened, whatever pauses and other nonsense happened on the night of, is there for your listening pleasure. Third, I did go through and cut out the breaks. There are two places where I say that we're going to take a 10-minute break or whatever, and I did remove those so that you don't have to sit there and listen to 20 minutes of music, though I will say the music was pretty rockin'. Fourth and finally, if you start listening and decide that you'd rather see our smiling faces and watch the video, you can go to twitch.tv slash tpk underscore games, click on videos, and then click on the Last Refuge First Anniversary Special to watch the video on demand. Okay, enough of this intro, let's get to the show. Hello and welcome to this week's super special and very exciting live stream anniversary episode of The Last <laughs> Refuge. I'm your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, DM Jazzy Hands, and with me I have... Hizdira. Kit. Bria. And Flick. And, and always over on this side. Oh. Uh, Dan, I'm our special guest playing Zebo. Yeah! Holy crap, y'all. We have been doing this for a year now, and I am so excited that we are finally here, and that all of you are finally here. Thank you all so very much for supporting us over the last 52 weeks, downloading and listening to our episodes, tweeting us, emailing us. You all have been awesome. Um, If you're here watching with us live today, welcome. We are so excited that you're here. Be sure to tell all of your friends who are not watching yet to uh, sign on and watch as well. Um, If you are watching this after the fact on our VODs or listening to the audio through the podcast stream, which will both be available. So if you have friends that can't be here right now, let them know this stuff will be going out there soon. Um, We're sorry you couldn't be with us uh, live, but we're so glad that you're going to be able to hear and or see all of the fun that we're about to have. Uh, Do be sure and try and stick with us through the whole stream. If you can, we're going to take a couple of breaks during the play to make some exciting announcements, including uh, selecting the winner of our review raffle. So you don't want to miss any of that excitement. Uh, I want to take a quick second and thank so very much TPK Games and especially John Reed for hosting us today, taking care of all of the myriad technical uh, aspects and troubles and woes uh, that we've had so far. Um, They are awesome. TPK Games is awesome. John is amazing. He created this beautiful layout that you see and some of the other ones that you're going to see. They've got a number of weekly live stream D&D games that are going to be starting up in the next couple of weeks and months. You can watch all of them right here on uh, twitch.tv slash tpk underscore games. So check them out, subscribe, favorite their channel and all of that. Also, that awesome cover art that you saw uh, before we started and that you're going to see at each of our breaks was done by the amazing Nat Rose. And all of the character art for the four main characters that you see here, I'm pointing, you can't see me pointing, but uh, they did all of that art. They also did the uh, crew going off to fight the orcs, which was that uh, awesome plate that you saw before. They are great, and I think they might be watching. Hey, Nat, if you are, I don't know. Uh, Awesome. Okay, 
what else do I need to do? I need to introduce, you're on this side because it's backwards for me. Uh, introduce Dan Dillon, who is our very special guest for this episode. Dan is an amazing writer and designer who contributed to some awesome publications, including, I think, I'm not wrong here, Cobalt Press's Midgard campaign setting book and Correct. the upcoming adventures from Wizards of the Coast, Dragon Heist Waterdeep, and Dragon Heist Dungeon of the Mad Mage. Uh, Dan is also the DM for the really, really awesome streaming show World Tree Burns, which is a 5th edition D&D game set in the world of Midgard that streams on Encounter Roleplay on Tuesdays at 8pm Eastern, 5pm Pacific. You can check them out at twitch.tv slash Encounter Roleplay. All right, Dan, what did I forget? <laughs> uh, no, I think you, you you pretty much got it, although I will say I did not work on uh, Dragon Heist. I worked oh, just on Dungeon, the, yeah, just Dungeon okay. of the Mad Mage. Oh, then we don't need you to stay on this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. We've got other people back up. But I kind of do, like, we wrote around him, so he does have to stay. <laughs> <laughs> he does, Plot armor. Sorry. <laughs> awesome. Well, we are so excited. Uh, Flick, Alex, and I met Dan at Origins a couple of weeks ago, and he was gracious enough to agree to join us today, so we're super excited to, to have him with us. Oh, please. Um, I'm so glad to be here. Thank you for inviting me. Oh, you're so welcome. Thanks for coming. So we'll find out a little bit more about uh, his character, Zebo shortly. First, though, I... <laughs> oh. Uh-oh. Arx we don't know about Guys, remember how much you love Arx. Mm-hmm. We all... We can love more than one creature. Yeah. <laughs> all right. There's yeah, one your heart opportunity lovers. Okay. Is. All right. Well, uh, okay. But before we get into all that, I need to finish this intro like we do all of the other intros for our show. So hang on a second. Um, oh, spoiler alert. If you guys are watching with us um, and you aren't caught up on the regular episodes, there might be a few little spoilers here and there, depending on how far along in the seasons you are. Shouldn't be anything too hugely major. We'll try our best. Uh, but just be aware that that might be coming. Um, the, it, the events of tonight's adventure will occur as the party is making their way away from the Shimmer Scale Tunnels at the very end of Season 2, uh, so before too much of Season 3 gets running. Okay, anyway, last time on The Last Refuge, the party managed to turn back the, oh, spoiler alert, the invading orc army and ensure the eh, relative safety of their friends in the Shimmer Scale tribe. As they were leaving to head for the temple to continue their quest, the earth shook and the sky turned an unnatural deep blue. Yes, I know the sky is normally blue. It's <laughs> so weird. Blue. Shut up. By the next day, the sky was back to normal. And that's where tonight's adventure begins. What mysterious events will occur that we didn't hear about in our regular episodes? Is something super terrible going to happen that means that I have to rewrite everything that we've done so far in season three? <laughs> I hope not. Uh, and when am I going to finally give these awesome players a chance to do more than banter with me and say their names? Let's find out. Hey, y'all. Hi. Hey. Hey. Yeah, I, I know we already said hi, but I had to finish it out. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> Appreciate it. Appreciate it. It's a live stream. We have to say hi so many times, you know? Right. Hey. <laughs> to say hi to everybody. Right. Sort of. Um, all right. So you all, like I said, uh, have just left the, <clears throat> excuse me, the Shimmer Scale Tunnels uh, for like the third or fourth time. I don't know. I've lost track at this point. Uh, but you all are heading out. Uh, to go, you've just decided that you're going to go towards the temple to try and have a conversation with the guardians there before heading out to try and acquire the third of the three keys that you need to access the temple. Um, you left uh, yesterday, so yesterday was the day that the earth quaked and the sky turned blue. Um, <laughs> and whatever. Uh, so you got up this morning. Uh, I believe this is the day that you all were set to arrive at the dreaded River Ashrag. Uh, 
which you will get to later in the day. But uh, as you all are uh, sort of packing up your camp and getting ready and Bizdira is making sure that she has plenty of rope as she Always. is 100% I have all of the rope. That she will need it to get you all across the river. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, there is a... Well, actually, let's start off with some rolls. Let me have uh, perception checks from the four of you players, please. Let's go around in a little circle. We'll start with, because she'll yell at me if I don't, Bria. 17. You flick. Are we taking passive? Uh, sure. That's a 13. All right, is Dira? 21. Hey, all right, and Kit? Adjusted 20. All right, so uh, Bizdira, Bria, and Kit, Flick is busy. Uh, Bizdira, Bria, and <laughs> Kit, you hear off in uh, off in the distance, just a little ways out in the woods, you hear a strange sort of, uh, how to describe it, like a sucking, popping noise of sorts. It's yes. kind of gross. And not Okay, maybe less sucking, hmm. just more popping. <laughs> <laughs> Just try to help out with some of the sound effects. I, I appreciate it. Uh, That's quite good job. Almost as bad yeah, as the spiders. Oh, make the noise. The <laughs> spiders laugh at all, if you remember. Um, what happened? Oh, you heard a popping noise out in the woods. <laughs> okay, Let's well, keep on walking. <laughs> I'm going to also keep on walking. I want nothing to do with whatever I, this is. Still, you all are still packing up. Flick is making sure that he right. has good blades of grass in case you all have bad Oh, we're packing. Flick. Okay, great. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Um, I guess Bizdir will kind of turn into a dog and just go, what was that? What? No, oh, turn like, into a dog. It's the one that yeah. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I can't help it. Don't take this my one just... thing from me. I'm just be like, what's that? A metaphorical dog. Right. Exactly. Okay. <clears throat> all right, so Bazir, you sort of look around. You can't, it's, you know, you all picked a good, like, well-screened spot uh, to, oh, look, yeah, see, there she is. Uh, you all picked a good, well-screened spot uh, to sort of have your camp for the night before. So the unfortunate side of that is that you can't see particularly well into uh, the woods. So you can't really see from where you are what the noise was or where it came from. So I guess what she'll kind of do is just kind of, like, slowly get up. Because obviously everyone else is still packing, and Bizdira's like laid out on the ground, like still half sleeping. Yeah, of course. <laughs> um, listen, it doesn't take her long to pack. She doesn't have a lot of stuff. That's true. That's fair. As That's long fair. as she has her banjo and her sword, like really, there's nothing else that matters. So good to so, go. <laughs> so she's gonna kind of like get up and like do one of those like evil like creeping. Scooby Doo creep. Yeah, do the Scooby Doo creep. <laughs> And go towards where she heard the sound. Okay. Or Great. at least where she can possibly see. Where All right, sounds. so go ahead and uh, give me a stealth check for your Scooby-Doo creep. I have to say Scooby-Doo TM or something. We're going to get sued. Do, do I get, like, an mm. extra bonus because it's a Scooby-Doo creep? Ow! <laughs> I mean, either way, it, it's a 22, so... Okay. What do you I feel a pretty for? good Scooby-Doo creep. <laughs> Drink that wine. Mm -hmm. uh, great. All right, so uh, you sort of creep over and you see uh, in the clearing sort of uh, dusting himself off and, and sort of looking around. Uh, well, actually, Dan, why don't you tell us what she sees? Oh, sure. <clears throat> All right, so uh, you come upon a tiny little figure. Um, uh, he's a gnome. 
He is incredibly short, even for a gnome. He probably doesn't even cap out over three feet tall, uh, except for the big floppy hat that he wears. Uh, he's, he's wearing a black sort of lustrous, almost like velvet robe, and it's embroidered with all kinds of gold and silver thread in these little um, just intricate patterns all over the place. Um, his hat is a uh, – it's like – it's an it matches the robe, and it's conical, but then kind of flops forward about halfway up, so almost like a Smurf hat. Uh, and he has uh, uh, just this great shock of wispy white hair that pokes out under it and kind of sticks out in all directions. Um, it's just kind of unkempt and almost like he just got an, uh, an electric shock and just poof, poofed out from his skull. Uh, his mustache and beard, in contrast, are, are extremely um, meticulously groomed. He has just a long white mustache that curls in little handlebars at the end, and then his beard sort of uh, is styled into these individual points all the way down to the chin, and then each one curls at the end of the point. Oh uh, and he's just sort of dusting himself off, and he has... Um, this kind of gnarled uh, walking stick that looks like it's made out of some sort of strange pale wood. Uh, looks a little odd, a little bit off. And he's just sort of like muttering to himself. And, and uh, when you get a look at him, he is incredibly just like unbelievably wrinkled. His uh, skin is sort of bronze colored and just absolutely there isn't a flat piece of skin anywhere that you can see. And his eyes are this just kind of bright, piercing, um, like a, uh, almost like a turquoise. Uh, when sort, you can sort see of them. like the sky, but not quite. Sort of like the sky, but less cobalt. Yeah. <laughs> and so he's just sort of uh, brushing at himself and muttering, oh, no, that, that, doesn't, that doesn't do it all. What happened here? How, where, where, where am I? And so he just sort of like shuffles his feet a little bit, and you can see the, the toes of his shoes stick out from under the hem of his robe, and they too curl up, and there are little like um, brass chimes on the end of them. So they kind of ding, 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 every time you walk. Oh, oh no. my God. I, my, I, so. My first ahead, instinct Mr. is to literally just be like, oh my god, teach me everything you know. <laughs> uh, so, at the, I, don't, I don't think he probably notices you Scooby-Doo sneaking up behind him. So he's just sort of like um, fussing, and you're not sure why he's brushing himself off. Maybe he just tripped and fell and then hauled himself back up to his feet. And he's sort of checking um, these numerous little pouches tied to his belt. Uh, and he has sort of a satchel slung over his shoulder. Uh, I'm trying to decide. <laughs> oh, no, 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 that doesn't, that doesn't do it all. Do it. Uh, so how far away am I from everybody else? Uh, I would say you probably went, I don't know, maybe 30, 40 feet into the, into the brush. Okay. I would have definitely followed her if I had noticed. But yeah, then, does anyone notice me sneak off? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I don't know, she was real sneaky. Like, I don't know, and she you in that armor, I don't know. Scooby-Doo, I know, I'm just like, doot to doot. Okay, so I'm... I'm oh my god, Bazir is by herself. I know, this is going to be really fun. Oh god. She's by herself in NPC. I'm just going to unsheathe my sword and be like, um, hello? <laughs> So he kind of like whirls around and, and like waves his staff at you and his eyes grow really, really wide and he sort of fumbles the staff and tries uh, in vain to catch it before it hits the ground. Sort of scoops oh. it back up and <laughs> um, hello. Hello. I <laughs> she's just laughing. <laughs> okay. 
she's when not you even laugh, her sword up. She just what? she's like leaning on it, and just like laughing. Okay, so if the sword's not pointing at him, he seems to re- he regains his composure fairly quickly. And when he sees you laughing, he just <laughs> yeah, yes, um, hello, hello. I'm sorry, you um, you, you just startled me. <laughs> um, yeah. He kind of looks around. It is um, could you? Could you help me, perhaps? Um, where am I? Uh, <laughs> oh, God. Uh, you have no idea how many times they've asked themselves that question. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, that's, a, that's a relevant question. Um, where, where did you come from? Where do you think you might be? Uh, what, can you describe the surroundings for me right now? Uh, yeah, so, uh, kind of the is, yeah, so you're in, I mean, it's pretty typical temperate forests, you're in sort of a denser part of the forest, so there's not a ton of light coming in through the canopy, but it's it's the height of summer, so it's warm, lush green leaves. What light does come filtering through has sort of like a dappled green look to it. Um, and uh, just off in the distance, you can just barely make out the sound of a, of a rushing river, uh, which of course puts the whole team on edge. But. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so, so he looks up and he kind of gets distracted for a moment, looking at the light filtering through the trees. And he says, "Oh well, I, I came from <gasps> flywheels. Would you look at uh, that?" Uh, uh, hmm? Focus. Focus. Right. Uh, sorry. Uh, well, I, I, I came from from quite far away. You see, um, far deep, deep underground. Actually, um, I, I, I was hoping that my arrival here would be a little bit more precise, but. Um, <laughs> I, I'm sorry. Um, it's terribly rude of me. My, my, my name is Zebo. Hello, Zebo. Hello. <laughs> you kind of, you kind of oh God! You social wars are really not quite, not quite her forte. No, not really. Um, so. And, and who might it, you be? There we go. I'm Bistira. Good. Good job. Good job. So relaxing. I can like feel you behind me, like tapping me on the shoulder, like good job. Um, so, right. Zebo, unfortunately, I am not there. When you say when you say your name, he sort of perks up and and lets out a little whoop of joy and like starts to caper a little bit and dance in a little circle with his little shoes, going diggly 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 diggly. Perfect. Perfect. Where are the rest of you? Yes. Yes. Where are your friends? What do you, I'm sorry. Oh, you, you know, the other, Flick and Kit, and of course, Bria, could you take me to them? It would be, it would be wonderful for us to all meet if I could, I could maybe explain. Yes, there will be some explaining. I'm looking for you. I found you. You found me. I'm not sure which, but either way, I'll take it. So my first question here is before I take you to my companion friends. Why did we let you go off on your own? Why were you looking for us? Oh, 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 because um um because something very important. Uh really this is something I should explain to all of you. But 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 uh, you, you did a thing a while back and I'm sure it was wonderful and you did very well. You didn't do as well as you thought you did. And if we don't fix it, everyone is going to die. Great. Okay. Um, My jaw hurts. Mine I, I, I want to roll insight. Oh my god. <laughs> Too much. Do it. Roll insight. Do it. That's a seven. Yeah, every word he says is the Very sincere. Great. <laughs> Very um, sincere. So, you know me, and I'm suspicious. So I'm going to say, okay. Are you? It's like, 
Yeah. Did you know? I'm kidding. Of course you are. <laughs> Jesus. Um, so she'll say, uh, okay. So, and she'll kind of step to the side and be like, this way. And let oh, him go first. Okay, so he'll just sort of uh, start trundling forward. Uh, and he, he sort of, uh, he's very excited right now. And as he walks, every time his, his shoes kind of chime and, and tinkle. And, and he just sort of leans heavily on this, uh, this gnarled, strange-looking staff and, and just sort of uh, heads off in the direction you point. Do we hear the jingling shoes? I, I can't imagine that you don't once they get close, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, as we get closer, Bazdir is going to kind of call out and be like, uh, guys? But she's going to say it in Celestial. Ugh. I definitely have my short bow out and point it to where she went. I will turn around. Have, okay. have they appeared? Uh, yeah. Blick will say, who's the talking raisin? <laughs> How long? How long, Alex? How long have you been waiting? Since you said wrinkled bronze skin. Okay. Oh my god. <laughs> raisin. What's that? Uh, uh, what's a raisin? <laughs> Good it's question. Okay. I'll tell you later. What's your name? <laughs> oh, uh, well, hello. Uh, my name is Zebo. Zebo Garlander Cogwrinkle. <laughs> you can call me Zebo. <laughs> I don't know if I want to be his friend more or if I want to steal his clothes more. <laughs> I'm sure if you ask him nicely, he'll give them to you. <laughs> uh, Flick will look, his, uh, look at Bizdira and just say, uh, where'd you get this? <laughs> Literally, I, I found it in the woods. Are, are they speaking in Celestial? I don't know. Are you guys speaking in Celestial or are you speaking in Common? Yeah, too? Celestial. Okay, I didn't, I didn't know if you were having conversations with his dear in a different language. Okay, um, so so as they chatter in Celestial, he'll just sort of just kind of lose interest and, and look over at the other two and say, Hello. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> he found, like, the, the animal lovers that are like, Hello. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's got her short bow, but like it's it's hanging limply. At her I side. think the it's second just... I hear him start talking, I I just like turn into a puddle. <laughs> oh goodness! Oh dear! <laughs> Pretty much sitting. I love it. Oh man! So, All right, so we were met, and I love it. Please continue. <laughs> yeah, please continue. Uh, I'm gonna uh, speak in common now. Uh, what's your business, little guy? Oh, well, uh, as, as I was telling your friend, uh, Bistira, I, I actually have, have come here searching for you. You, 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 and he sort of points to each and every one of you. You, all of you. Oh, really? Right. Yes. Yes. Like, yeah, I don't. Yes, 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 yes. Where did you come from? Oh, uh, uh, far, far under the ground, uh, deep, deep, far from here. I had to, had to use the magic. Uh, I thought it went awry. Uh, that happens sometimes. It's not very pleasant. But uh, fortunately, I found Bizdira, or she found me. Either way, it works. And uh, that's who I was looking for. And so now here we are. Uh, yes, I'm looking for you. Uh, which one of you is Flick? Uh, that's me. Oh, raise his hand. Well, wonderful. That's that's just uh, that that just works out, doesn't it? I wanna <laughs> I wanna go shake his little hand. Oh yes, 
So he, uh, yeah, he comes over and he puts his hand up and his, he's got like gnarly little gnome fingers. Uh, he's extremely skinny, except for his knuckles, which are like big and knobby. And they sort of pop a little bit when he flexes them and he, he shakes your hand. Oh. Yep. Uh, so <laughs> he gets up meant, close. I thought you meant they like pop. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. And, uh, and, and he, um, he is extremely old. Uh, like uh, you've probably seen very few gnomes that have reached his age and are still out and about. Okay. Well, it's very nice to meet you, Zebo. Um, yeah. Why are you looking for us? Well, uh, so it, it has to do with uh, uh, some business that you and, and your, your wonderful companions were, were embroiled in uh, a while ago. It's, um, uh, what are they called? Oh, oh, flywheels. What is it? Um, it was a trials. A trials? Yes. The trials? Yeah. Yes. Yes, we're the trials. Yes. Yes, I know. You're familiar I, I, with I, those? I should think you 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 would be. Um, as toss, I understand toss. it, yeah. <laughs> as I understand it, you uh, you you completed the trials. Is that right? Um, yeah, we, um, we won, won the trials. So. <laughs> so when you say that, he kind of goes, ah, "Yeah, okay." Um, th that that's what I was afraid of. So um, this might be a little difficult for you to believe. I know that you remember, or at least think, you won them. Uh, unfortunately, uh, my my information suggests that that is not the case, and um, things are going to go very, very poorly as a result of your failure. Who won them? First of all, how did we lose them? <laughs> I like that Bria's first concern is like, wait a minute, who won? Well, I'm like so team drinks at this point that I'm like, I mean, it can't go wrong either way. So, okay, but <laughs> we trust no. him now. It's fine. <laughs> Right. So like, um, be like, answer the question. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Which question? <laughs> the world. Um, <laughs> my question. The, yeah, I think I want. Yeah, repeat your question, Kit. How did we lose the trials when we all very clearly remember winning them? Oh well, you see, that's um, that's the nature of time, isn't it? Um, well, per perhaps, perhaps, maybe you don't understand. All right. Uh, so. Someone or something, I suspect, is altering the flow of history. <laughs> and uh, has already, or will, depending on how you look at it, cause you to fail the trials, in fact, and that will spell disaster and doom. Doom for all of us. Can I just okay. say that we fell back? when he did the whole thing and then sat up right away and we're like, I'm sorry, Doom? What? Yes, Doom. No, doom. No. no Doom. So wait, did enough. we, did we win the trials the first time and then someone has changed it and now we've lost the trials or oh. did we lose the trials the first time and now we have to go back and win? I suspect, I suspect it's the second one, but would it really matter either way? Yeah. I guess not, because we'd have to go <laughs> no. back either way. And That's the it. one! Yes, yes, you get it, you get it. Good, 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 good. He kind of pats Flick on the hip. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> oh, <laughs> kind of reaches up, reaches up and pat him. This is good, yes. Uh, his nose is uh, is quite large and sort of sticks out of the, the poof of his mustache. And uh, he kind of wheels it a little bit. Love it. So, um, mm. I have the means to hopefully uh, assist you in correcting this mistake or preventing the sabotage. It's uh, a little unclear. <laughs> sabotage. Yeah. Do you do you know how we lost the trials? Well, um, 
Uh, no. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm afraid not. So, um, so here's the thing. He kind of like shuffles a little bit and, and leans on his cane again. So you, you remember successfully completing the trials, yes? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. So that's great. Whether you did or didn't, that's, that's going to be the key. We have to ensure that everything plays out the way you remember it. Even okay. if your memories aren't correct, that will show us the way. So if we refuse. Oh, then <laughs> doom. For everyone, everyone, you most of all. Oh, oh. No, that's that's not true. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, you you no, probably you probably just as much as everyone, but it's gonna be bad, pretty much top to bottom. So hey, um, my uh, look look. Uh, great. I would so, never uh, that this would just say no, and that would be the end of the episode. <laughs> yeah, there is. Okay. <laughs> All Happy right, anniversary. Happy anniversary, no. Happy anniversary, everybody. Bring on the doom. Next episode, doom. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, so my, uh, my, my I don't know. <laughs> uh, my, my colleagues and I uh, from, from my home, we have made a study of the, the flow of history and the events of the future as they play out in the present and then are solidified into the past. Um, that's my specialty, you see. Is is determining the fates and directions of, of all things. Um, it is it, difficult sometimes, and, and I feel like someone is making it even more difficult. And you all, I'm not precisely sure how, but you are all at the center of it. We have all seen your names writ in destiny. I have a question. Yes. Who are your colleagues? Oh, uh, well, it, I'm a part of a, a very, a very uh, specialized society uh, in my home. Um, uh, he kind of blushes a little bit. He says, oh, I, I, I'm really not able to say much more. Um, I'm actually breaking uh, a number of our most stringent laws by even being here and, and telling you this. So, um, yeah, well, you know, either, either, uh, either we'll, we'll sort this out or we won't, and it won't matter. <laughs> because doom. I don't think, yeah, do, and we don't want to get you into trouble. You seem no. like a friend. So. Oh, that's, 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 that's very gracious. Aww. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I like you, Raisin. We'll keep you. <laughs> I like um, you. Uh, so he'll say in Celestial, I like you very well, too. <laughs> nice. Hey, nice. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Mic drop. So he Great. smiles, and he's missing a few teeth. <laughs> as hell. Yay. Oh, perfect. Okay, so what have we got to do? Well, uh, so as I said, uh, we have to, well, did I say? I don't remember. We have to return to the trials, obviously. Um, I have brought with me a device of immense power that uh, will make this possible. Um, it is very dangerous. I, I, I want you to go in with your eyes open. Uh, there is the possibility for disrupting the flow of events in such a way that uh, it could drive you quite mad. Uh, and that's probably the best you could hope for. <laughs> Get oh, good. From there. Good, good. So, yeah. um, if you agree to do this, and I hope you will, there are a few things we'll have to keep in mind. We can't, under any circumstances, allow your past selves to see you, uh, or both of you will will suffer for it uh, oh so greatly. Okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, if okay. we can. Understood. If we can avoid it, we shouldn't let anyone else see you as well, because they might ask uncomfortable questions. And if the possibility of, of uh, two of you existing in the same time 
uh, were to get back to your past selves. Remember that thing I said about, about horrible madness? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. Cool. But, uh, but yeah, so, so this, this can be done. Um, and I hope you'll agree to it because uh, our, like the episode to last more than an hour. Our, our ability to foretell the future, it, it progresses to a certain point and then ends. Beyond so, it, there is nothing. So I have another question. <clears throat> I'm not up to date on my time travel, mm. but what <laughs> happened to, to get out? Travel? Get out. Nice. Get out. No, don't encourage him. I know. That was a good one. That was good. good Thank you. It wasn't bad. Thank Ms. Dira, honestly. You're welcome. Um, So I'm not too up to date on this, but if now us goes back in time to help then us, when we finish, Mm -hmm. what happens to now us? Oh, we will return to, to, to the point where we left. Okay. And everything will be fine because the events have played out as they must, as they should. Do we have a, a, a picture of the past that can help us to tell if this is going right or not? <sighs> oh, uh, sure. I, 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 no. <laughs> that would have been <laughs> awesome. Go to our feed and download episodes one through seven of the trials. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're not the... I'm going to call this group 2.0, and we'll call the first group 1.0. Right. It's going to get very that's, confusing. Yeah, that's, that's that. fair. That's fair. So the 2.0s are going to be in the trials. We're just going to try to help 1.0s in the trials. Uh, yeah. Does that sound about right? That sounds about right. <laughs> help, help the 1.0s or hinder the other, whatever it has to be so that what you what the right. 2.0s remember happening happens whether that's okay. helping yourselves or hindering the, the thoughtful three and meepo or dranks and company got it all right so so as near as i can tell you remember a, a series of events that culminated in you becoming the leaders of the um the, the shimmer shimmer tail shimmer t- yeah yeah it's right good enough uh, uh, it, uh, the, the farther out we try to divine, the more the more murky things get. Um, we do our best, though. Uh, so, so you recall passing these trials and becoming the leaders of the Shimmertail tribe, uh, and and so uh, that is what we must ensure to happen. And so, when we arrive, you must either assist the 1.0 or uh, hinder your opponents and ensure that they do not defeat you, them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody. Okay. Okay. Is that clear? Yes. That's very sure. clear. Yes. I feel like I, I feel like I have it, but it it sounds insane. I'm 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 aware of this. Yes, it does sound it does insane. Sound insane yes. But yes. we're with you on that one. Yes. 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 Well. Uh, All right. Do we have any more questions? I mean, I feel like we know what we have to do. Oh, yeah, well, I'm, I'm happy to answer anything I can. Um, are you coming away, with right? us? Oh, yes. Oh, my goodness. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, yes. good. Not, 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 not really possible for me to just send you. Um, <laughs> I might if I could, but I can't, I don't think. Mm-hmm. Uh, no. <laughs> Great. I, uh, I, I, them I on their own. Like, the whole world will melt. No, I, time, I think we need help. <laughs> uh, time is not lightly screwed with, so... <laughs> <laughs> 
and knowing us. <laughs> Quote of the night so far. I was just going to say, somebody write it down. Time is not lightly screwed with. That's the, the episode title. <laughs> now I am going to write it down. Carol. <laughs> All right, so, um, well, you know, I suppose that I'm, I'm prepared to, to depart whenever you are, if you have any other arrangements that you'd like to make, uh, you know. Yeah, we gotta, like... No, let's go, let's do it. ...and set up a will, and, you know... Oh, you could do that! That's, 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 yeah. quite, that's, that's quite prudent, but uh, if you were to, say, invoke a devastating paradox, you would possibly write yourself out of the time stream, and so the will would just vanish. It would never have been, so there's really no point. So that's kind of our Back to the Future photo. No, there you go. There you go. Oh, All right. see how uh, that's going. <laughs> I'll, I'll pack up my stuff. Um, <laughs> Zebo, how many healing potions do you keep oh, on you at any God given time? sake, for Biz Briathos. <laughs> biz blah blah. Uh, <laughs> I, well, that's, mm, that's, that's an excellent question. So he uh, kind of pokes around in his, um, in his pouches and he says, well, I'm, you know, I, I have the one. So, you know, for emergencies. Guys, we can find out who Farix is. Farix. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> when you say that, he pulls out a little, um, like, uh, it looks like a reptilian leather-bound notebook and, and a little pen and writes down, Farix. Bria <laughs> 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 comes over and corrects your spelling. It's F-A-U, like Faux-Arix. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I didn't spell that right at all. <laughs> and I draw a little picture for him. Oh, please. Yeah, he'll give you the notebook and the pen. All right, Bria. Let's, let's, have, let's have that roll. Let's see how Oh, I was already grabbing the dice. Don't worry were. about it. <laughs> Is this the it's return funny, of the stupid, It looks stupid, like you were stupid. grabbing a pen, too. Did you crit or crit fail? I crit. Okay. Yeah, I drew the best drawing in the whole world. All right. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, I know who Farix is now. <laughs> From your own drawing. So, well, that's excellent. Right. So, what, what has she drawn? Uh, so she's drawn. Well, that's the problem. Is she's drawn a cobalt that ultimately looks exactly like Oryx to the four of them. Uh, <laughs> so to me, it's just it's just a cobalt. Right? It's just a cobalt. Yeah, it's an excellent oh. rendition of a cobalt. Uh, uh, the cobalt sort of has oh look, there's the cobalt. Uh, has lots of little pouches and um, uh, uh, little like vials and potion bottles, but also like all kinds of mushrooms and different herbs and the, that sorts of thing, just sort of all over him. Um, in the picture, he's pretty. If I remember correctly, he's pretty like beat up looking. Like he's got a bruise over one eye and like. Some dried blood, and like he doesn't look too great. Huh. Uh, if you're if you're drawing the Farix that you remember seeing, Bria. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. <clears throat> well, it looks like he was on the losing end of a tussle, at least. You <laughs> <laughs> could say that. Um, should we go? Sure. Uh, yeah, if you're ready, it, it'll take me just a, a little bit of time to prepare, uh, but uh, I can begin now if you wish. I think. And uh, we are hit. fully. At health, and where everyone has yeah, their spells. Yes, you had your of the day. I, I just like to cover all my bases. <laughs> I think you were feeling great. I'm nothing. Know? I'm practical. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, then, if they're if they're ready, then uh, Zebo will sort of like 
uh, he'll sort of plop down cross-legged onto the ground, and he'll pull uh, the, the folds of his outer robe back to reveal a belt he is wearing, and it's this strange uh, contraption-looking thing. It looks like a great string of gears and cogs and little flywheels and cams and all kinds of little clockwork bits, and the buckle looks like a uh, hourglass on its side, and he begins fiddling with these uh, cogs and little dials that are on them, twisting them around with these ratcheting clicks as he uh, just kind of mutters to himself in gnomish this just very fast-paced and just like starts clicking around on this belt and it probably takes him a good 10 minutes to get this thing all settled band practice is about to jump out oh, of yeah. <laughs> band practice to, to oh my god in his in his uh in his endeavors okay but it's a 10 minute band practice so it's only going to go so far into improving you all all right all right <laughs> Right. Okay. Have, I mean, that's that performance. Fine. Let's do it. You all thought we were going to do this episode without a band practice. You were Wait, so who has Rob's hat on? Uh, I assume you do. All right. All right. Kit, did you crit fail? I didn't crit fail, but I did pretty darn bad. Oh, good. What'd you get? <laughs> I got a three. <laughs> Kit is just real distracted by Zebo and his, his mumblings and his doing the thing. And so all she's, his little she's, pockets. She just starts singing a totally different song. Than you, like, she didn't get the memo about the set list. She's singing a different <laughs> song for you guys. Vizira, uh, what did you get? Okay, so you know how us in real life the other day talked about the um, banjo guy playing the Mozart piece? Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, she's doing that. She she's got a 17. That. Yeah, oh, all yeah. right, 17. So Vizira, like, she jumps right in and is playing the correct song and quite well. Flake, how about you? Um, I got a 17. Okay, so Flick doesn't choke on his grass. Yay. And Bria? I got a 12. Okay, so like it's fine. Your spoons are like generally in rhythm with, with Vizdira and Flick. Um, you occasionally get a little distracted by Kit singing, uh, I don't know, Kit's singing the Take tune of while Vizdira plays uh, whatever that Mozart piece was that we listened to the other day. I can't remember what it was. <laughs> is it the Tarantella? I can't remember. It doesn't matter. Um, all right. So, unfortunately, Kit didn't quite get in sync. So, uh, it's not as successful. Uh, we have yet to succeed. Yeah, that's why I enjoy it. Um, all I right. think it's successful for me and Flick and Bria. Okay. Well, that's good. So, at the end of, <laughs> at the end of uh, about the 10 minutes of practice, Kit finally catches on the last couple of minutes to what song you're playing. But by that point, like, you've all have run through the song about three times. And it's like... Uh, uh, and Zebo is is ready, and uh, yeah. Okay, so uh, when the belt is ready, I think the uh, the sand glass will flick around vertical, and you can see sand beginning to pour down into the into the bottommost uh, bell. And he'll say, "All right, you got everything you need. You ready to go?" I know to say that, but I didn't tell him that that's what it did. But he's smart. Oh, oh excellent. <laughs> All right, ready? Uh, well, here we go, then. Uh, let's do this. And then he flips the hourglass upside down and starts running the sand backwards. And I'm going to grab ever... my friend's hands, whoever's closest to me. Great. And it's a, sort of a good thing that you do, because if you all remember that sort of tummy-turning yank feeling mm -hmm. uh, that you felt when you first appeared uh, here in the last refuge, it's sort of like that, but like 
backwards, if that sort of makes any sense. It feels like you're sort of folding in on yourselves this time as opposed to being yanked forward. Uh, and it's just really disorienting and everything sort of goes dark. Uh, and there is a sort of feeling of, of a wind that isn't quite a wind sort of rushing past you. You hear voices and and sounds sort of running, but none of the voices are coherent. It takes you sort of a minute to realize that you're hearing flashes of your own conversations with each other, but running very quickly backwards. Uh, and you only really get snatches of it here and there, uh, but you are sort of yanked backwards. And then all of a sudden it all very quickly stops and your uh, vision sort of adjusts and you see that you are outside still and you're just just down the path from the secret entrance into the shimmer scale tunnels um and you all do sort of notice that uh the weather is slightly different it's just over a year ago so it's about the same season but things just feel different in it and it feels like perhaps it, as crazy as it seems the little gnome managed to do something take you some when uh yeah <laughs> It worked. Okay. Um, does anyone have like a calendar? Because <laughs> <laughs> that's how calendars work. They change you know. automatically for you. Just I was trying to think if, if anyone has a watch, but wouldn't it still be the same? <laughs> Who has a new cell phone? <laughs> Get it updated, reopen it, it'll mm -hmm. adjust itself. We'll figure it out. It'll be good. Yeah. Okay. Wonderful. <laughs> All I right. guess let's go. Uh, I'm going to ask Zebo oh, yes. if he knows what day before the trials this is. Is this the first day of the trials? Uh, yeah, so um, yeah. I, I guess I could kind of lock into whatever day I wanted to, to go. So I would say it's basically the day of the... Uh, we'll say the day before the trials, just to give a, a little buffer time for any preparations they might need to make. Great. Yes, uh, the trials are tomorrow, if my calculations are correct, and I suspect they are. Which means that today is the day that you all go, uh, you receive the, this is the day that you have sort of the induction ceremony with Kashak. Mm -hmm. it's the day that you receive those medallions, it's the day that you declare yourselves as participants in the trials, and which one of you is the leader of the, of the competition team, and, and all of that stuff. Um, so tonight will be the night that you're sent with uh, Larry, your escort cobalt, uh, or to your isolation chambers, and, and after tonight, you won't is you know when you're isolated and and uh, when you aren't allowed to speak to anyone outside of the trials themselves. Great. So, <laughs> Bria takes out her notes. What happened on this day? Uh, so, what are you all doing? Um, at the moment, there are uh, you're sort of like I said, you're outside of the. Uh, of the tunnels, and uh, it's still fairly early in the day at this point. Probably just uh, it's a little bit later than when you left the the previous clearing, so uh, almost midday. Uh, and you hear some footsteps coming towards you all, uh, and you can see sort of coming from the opposite direction, heading right for the entrance. Uh, you can see sort of the underbrush moving, like there are several individuals coming that way, and you hear voices and. Uh, coming out from uh, through the trees uh, are some individuals that, well, some individuals that you'd seen just a few days ago, but 
but one in particular that it had been a while since you'd seen. Oh. Oh. The, uh, the Thoughtful Three and Meepo come walking Meepo. out of the woods. Meepo, of course, uh, plenty alive at this point. Oh. Um, yeah. Uh, That's so and sad. And they're just with each other, uh, sort of talking about the preparations and the ceremony to come. And you just see them pass by, and not pass by you, but come into the area and open up the entrance to the tunnels and climb down, shut the door, shut the uh, hatch behind them. I think we all cry for a few minutes. <laughs> oh, 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 goodness. Something. <laughs> he was our friend. He deserved to die. Yeah. His face head. So while they're taking a moment to compose themselves, uh, Zebo will kind of fish around in a pocket and take out this little gold and silver and brass pocket watch, pop it open, look at it, look up at the sky, squint, and shake his head and start muttering to himself and, and start resetting the time. <laughs> no, this won't do. No, no, no. Um, how are we, like, how are we planning to disguise ourselves? Obviously, like, I can use disguise self, um, yeah. and Kit's got stuff she can do, but, like, we're not kobolds. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, to your advantage, you know, you have the full year of experience down there, so you know, I mean, you can make your way around the tunnels and you know sort of what areas are more populated and more frequented than others. You remember sort of some of the areas back then before the expansion, after you guys took over. Um, you remember sort of some of the areas of the tunnels that, uh, you know, a year ago were just sort of dead end and forgot dead ends and forgotten, uh, uh, forgotten areas. So you could probably, I mean, in terms of, of getting around when you're not trying to directly affect things, you think you could probably get around and keep yourselves well hidden. It's when you have to start interacting with the trials themselves that you'll have to come up with something clever. So okay. I have prepared a spell that may come in handy at some point. But I can cast, I've prepared Pass Without Trace. Ooh. So if we need to be super, super sneaky... We have something. Nice. <laughs> All right. Very nice. Um, <laughs> you guys, I'm so sorry. I shouldn't do this, but <laughs> my mother just started a hashtag, and it's hashtag save Meepo. <laughs> <laughs> no. I know. Oh. I thought about that, too. Hashtag <laughs> save Meepo. Mom. <laughs> no. We no, have we, to do it now. If we he had passed no, on no. in the trials, it would be so much easier. I, I was going to say, I should did this. We can't do that. Did this, did this Meepo die in, in the yes. trials? Not in the trials, it didn't. Oh, dear. Well, hmm. Yeah, I don't know how you guys would save him, because he didn't die for another year. Send him a message. <laughs> Send him a message. All right, we can deal with Come that. Come house, Stay indoors. Oh, um, Gus, apparently Gus started it. Sorry, not my mother. I just have to say it. Oh, Um, oh. I feel like let's do this. I, I guess let's recap what we did this day. So a big thing that Flick did was, or the, the next day, was um, he repeated, like Kashak really liked that he repeated um, the same thing that the they- The same wording, yeah, right? Yeah, he liked that. Yeah. Bria made a mistake in asking him what was going on, but whatever, okay. it's fine. Um, was there anything else really major about that ceremony that I mean those medals like they were meant to prevent us from 
dying? I think so. Would we know that now? Uh, actually, yes, Flick would. They were essentially Death Ward medals, yeah. Ooh, that you have, that, you know, the lore of the tribe was that they were only able to be used uh, during the trials. Uh, and exactly how they worked, no one was ever sure. Although you, after spending a year with them and having your own sort of divine abilities, sort of figured it out. <clears throat> so I think that's it from that first day, right? So I know this isn't really part of our mission, but my first instinct is to go look into that room that we found Chuckles in. I don't know how to respond to that. You're shocked them completely. <laughs> I know. I just I'm like I'm trying to think like what do, what what are we gonna do until we figure out how we can manipulate things to our favor. And well, I think it's more about, and Zebo can correct me on this if I'm wrong, but I think it's more about like watching, because if somebody's messing with time, we're going to watch what's happening and then see if things start Something to go awry from what we, yeah, yeah. then we yeah, have to you know find a I mean? way to fix it. Right. right. You, you, you should see something happening that doesn't match your memory of the event. Mm. <clears throat> yeah, well, I mean. Or, or that could, could endanger the outcome that you recall. Right, because also remember that, you know, you all didn't necessarily see everything that the other two teams did. You just know right. how ultimately they, how they did in, in one trial or another. Like, you remember that Dranks' team did terribly in the trial of wit, but that right. they ended up coming in first above you guys just barely in the trial of strength. And right. So those are the other right. factors that you guys have to make sure sort of fall into place. Mm -hmm. Right. So I think mm -hmm. that going on a side mission probably isn't the best idea, though I <laughs> get what you're saying. <laughs> I have a feeling Chuckles is going to show Gosh. up at some point in this. He was very involved in the trials, so no, I remember. I'm not concerned. I mean, it might not be a bad home base if we need a place to hide inside of the tunnels. Right. Yeah. Right. Either way, we're going to need a place to hide. Need a place to hide, and also, I feel like we need to eavesdrop on what the other two teams are talking about or like what like especially Ooh. the dranks team mm -hmm. like if they're planning on some sort of like weird sabotage that we didn't know about or if someone is giving them information like maybe someone gives them the information on which animal to choose in the first trial right that type, yeah you know yeah because yeah. like okay. we didn't really i mean we did that on our own accord it's not like we had help mm -hmm. so the first trial is kind of taken care of unless Unless someone tries to stop you. Yeah. Right. Okay, let's go in. All right, great. So you all head into the tunnels. You remember how to open the hatch, and, and you all sort of head down. And where are you heading for the day? Because remember, the rest of today can sort of be, sent, be spent planning uh, unless there's something that you wanted, that you're concerned about in terms of the uh, sort of initiation, the induction, the opening ceremonies. Uh, but tomorrow is the first trial, the trial of wit. I think we should definitely at least be there to watch okay. among the crowd. Yeah, is there a place where we could maybe uh, lurk about and, and observe these uh, ceremonies? Like a balcony or something that would be overlooking? Yeah, absolutely. So you guys remember, well, you remember that during that ceremony, actually, the rest of the tribe wasn't there. They came in the <coughs> next day during the first trial. But those bleachers in that arena, there's plenty of places that you guys could try and, like, sneak in and hide okay. uh, up there if you okay. wanted to try. Yeah. All right. So uh, 
that ceremony is set to take place, you know, a couple of hours after you arrive. So you sort of get down, you take some time making sure that you get around, uh, around the populated areas. And uh, is there anything else that you want to do before you head in? You probably want to, well, you tell me, before you head into the arena to observe these ceremonies. Figure out a way to disguise ourselves, just in case. You know, it won't do for any of the kobolds to recognize us as well. Yeah, we're really tall. <laughs> well, some of you. Some of us. Um, but I am most decidedly not a kobold, so they'll probably know <laughs> I think all of us are pretty far from kobolds. Um, so I don't know if, like, there's a way that we can, like, kind of figure out or can we do something like get into the arena at night and like put up like a uh, reserved sign over an area or like a <laughs> caution, don't go over here. <laughs> and just like hide I mean, back that there. That sounds really bougie and like, you know what I mean? But is there, well, along those lines, is are there like, because there were stands built. Yeah. Or, there's, there's stands in the arena. I, I, you're overthinking just a little bit. You guys can get in there and right now for this ceremony, like, you know that there was, there's nobody up there, so just, you can, you can hide. So was just as, a like, portion, a general... Is there, like, hollow space underneath the stands where yeah. we could, like, enter there and, like, creep? Oh, yes. how high school kids, like, make out under the bleachers? Yeah. Like, we can go Yeah, when you, like, make out under the bleachers. That's exactly okay. right. Great. Yeah, it's on Zebo. Yeah. I was gonna say that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sorry. What? What now? <laughs> um, so, DM, just as a general rule, are we just assuming that sneaking around is not something that we really have to worry about because of what you said earlier, which is that we like know this place well enough that we can probably get around? I think unless there's something really specific, uh, yeah. In terms of moving from one place to the other, um, I think we can sort of we can sort of assume that you guys can get around. You remember those days, you were everyone, you know, everyone also was sort of, if they weren't in the arena watching the trials themselves, they were, you know, at home sort of celebrating uh, the fact that the trials were going on. So I think in terms of moving in between times and places, I think you guys are pretty, pretty set unless I tell you otherwise. The stuff that you want to focus on being stealthy or hidden or disguised or whatever are going to be when you're actually influencing the events themselves. Perfect. And do you suppose that the, the kobold tribe will, will recognize you enough as friends that you, you're just wandering around won't draw much attention? Yeah. I think so. Unless they have just seen one point. Right. Well, right. That, that's that's the thing you got to watch out for. But, but Yeah, but if we remember what we did during that time, <laughs> then it should be fine. Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah. I flawlessly remember what I was doing a year ago. <laughs> <laughs> we have excellent memories. We have our journals. Excellent. I have two pages That's... of notes. Don't worry, guys. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I should start doing that, just writing down like everything I do and everywhere I go. And, and, everywhere. <laughs> and he starts like jotting in his journal. <laughs> um, how are we disguising Zippo? We're not, is what he's saying, is that we don't need to disguise him. Unless there's specific situations where we're influencing, we, we can kind of creep around. Unless we're like, specifically going yeah. to be seen. Gotcha. Um, and I want to make it known that I am totally going to start calling Zebo just Ga. Just yeah. randomly. Oh, okay. Like Ga? <laughs> yes. Exactly oh, like that. Okay. All right. All right. Let's, let's watch this first thing. Let's <laughs> do it. 
Right. Yay. <laughs> so you all get into the uh, the arena and go ahead and once you're in there, you know, you're like like Flick said, you all are sort of uh, keeping yourselves underneath the in the open space underneath the bleachers and sort of peeking out through there. Let's go ahead and have uh, stealth rolls just to, to see how quiet you all are while you're in there watching this event. And you see while you all are making those rolls, um, you see yourselves. It's real trippy. You see yourselves enter into the arena and walk up. Dranks' team is already there. Kashak is there. Uh, you watch sort of the tail end of the little argument that Dranks and, and Kashak had. Um, a few minutes later, the Thoughtful Three and Meepo walk in. And as the ceremony is beginning, let's get those stealth rolls. So Kit, let's start with you this time. Well, I have just retired that dice. Oh dear. <laughs> that was a four. Excellent. Is Dira? I crit, so no one can see me, not even you guys. I'm just, like, <laughs> melded into the background. So, so I actually think with that number 20, you sort of, like, Kit, like, is just trying to step on every noisy piece of gravel there, and every time you just sort of, like, reach out and grab her foot and, like, nope, put it here. Flick, how about you? Thank you, Okay. Whoa. All right, Bria? Well, as the rogue in the group, okay. um, yeah. I crit failed. crit failed. Yeah, you did. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so, how about you? Well, uh, that's fine because you're in delightful company, as I also rolled a one, yes, giving me yes. a grand total of two on my stealth oh, check. Gosh. So, uh, so Zebo is just walking down the the very middle of the corridor, sort of muttering to himself in gnomish, and you could just hear ding a ding a ding a ding a ding a ding. The little bells on his shoes are just just chiming oh, away no. as he oh. walks down. And I'm I'm giggling at it, I guess. I guess yeah, I just can't I, help myself. So, so uh, the Kit first are both like happens, distracted. Yeah, the first time it happens, uh, it's just it's timed really well, and uh, the thoughtful three and Meepo are sort of coming in, and you remember they were kind of late, so they sort of hustled in and were you know not being quiet about their entrance. So the first time it happens, it's sort of the noise is sort of covered by the thoughtful three and Meepo's entrance, and so nobody really notices. Um, so you're all sort of like. You think you're out of the woods, and then right as you get uh, to your hiding places, and and Kashak sort of starts intoning the the ritual phrases, and he starts asking each team in turn, "Do you voluntarily and of your own free will participate in these trials?" Whatever it was, um, it happens again, and Bria just bursts out laughing. Uh, and I don't know if you all remember, but there was sort of a moment where uh, while Kashak was talking to the uh, sorry to Drinks and Company. Um, when the thoughtful three got sort of distracted by something, uh, and I think that's what it was. I think it was Bria just bursting out laughing and this strange sound coming from uh, from part of the arena. So they sort of look over there. Uh, I don't think version 1.0 of you guys looked as well, uh, but fortunately, uh, with Vizdira and Flick's natural twenties, they sort of yank Bria and Zebo back down underneath the bleachers. And, uh, <laughs> you aren't actually you were heard. <laughs> Heard but not seen. Uh, and at that point, Kashak turns back uh, to the to the thoughtful three and begins the process with them. So they get they get uh, roped into that. 
So while you watch, uh, for the most part, this goes pretty much, uh, except for that little moment, this goes pretty much exactly as you remember. Um, Flick steps forward and follows the, the patterns that the other two teams have followed. You all get bestowed with the uh, amulets that you can see Kashak sort of muttering and, and Flick, you now know that he's, uh, that he's intoning a spell to activate each of the rituals uh, and, and you know that the medallions only work within the confines of, of the tunnels and all of the others, all of the other things about it. But you watch that happen, uh, and and it's just, like I said, it's very trippy uh, to watch each of you go up. Bria, you sort of have a special little twinge uh, in your belly when you walk up to get yours because you know you're about to. What is it that you said? Oh, what is this? What what is this? And you see you see what you see something that you didn't notice uh, before, which is. Dranks just sort of he also hears you try and ask Kashak and he just like face palms and like shakes his head and sort of gives a glance up to the sky. We're gonna be friends, Dranks, don't you worry. <laughs> uh, it is interesting to remember uh, to remember all of this and the way you guys felt about him here, uh, based on how your how your relationship has evolved with him. But anyway, so uh, you see all of that, the whole thing goes uh, as planned. Um, Larry, whose name is not Larry, comes in along with the other two teams, Escort Cobalts, and you all are taken at 1.0, are taken out of the chamber and to your uh, to your quarters for the evening. So that much, at least, it seems like went pretty much the way that you thought it would. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> I think we may have lost. <laughs> I think we're having some <laughs> visual. <laughs> I'm flick now. I'll be flick. Really well done. Really well done. I can't. No, don't I, worry about it. it. Yay. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> oh, thank you. Oh, okay, so we're going to pause real quick because I'm going to make a fun announcement while we wait for uh, Alex Flick to come back. I was going to do this in about 15 minutes, but we'll do it now. Um, <laughs> So one of the, uh, as we wait to go on and see how the team is going to handle the trials of wit, uh, we wanted to make one of our exciting announcements, which as you may have guessed, nope, it's on this side, as you may have guessed, is that we are starting a Patreon for the uh, for the podcast. If you are not familiar, uh, Patreon is a way for artists, uh, fans of artists and creators to support said creators and become a uh, part of sort of like an inner circle of patrons who get access to all kinds of cool benefits and perks. Um, after a year of doing the podcast, we decided that we really want to be able to do even more for you, our uh, listeners, like upgrade our recording equipment, find ways to uh, be able to produce even more content for all of you, and maybe even have the funds to get out, travel some more, go to more conventions, and be able to meet you guys in person. Um, we will continue to release episodes for free like we do every week. None of that is going to change because we absolutely do not expect any of our listeners to donate. We love how much you support us by listening, by tweeting at us, by spreading the word about us. So please do not feel obligated. We are so grateful to have you as listeners and this is something above and beyond. That said, if you are moved to uh, check out our page and become a member of the patron community, uh, you can find our page at the uh, website right here www.patreon.com slash dnd last refuge say it with me now that's d the letter n d <laughs> last refuge um there are all kinds of fun, exciting perks that we offer if you do become part of uh, the patron family. Um, Y'all, what are some of the uh, perks that you all, like, what are your favorite 
perks that are available. I know mine, but what are like? Uh, I think we all share the same one. Okay, what is it? It's that you can get, we can write a song parody for you <laughs> and we'll perform it. If you listen to the character episodes, you'll remember that Kit's character mini-sode was uh, a musical and Kit uh, parodied lyrics to a bunch of different musical theater songs uh, and made them about her backstory. And so, uh, yeah, we'll do that for one of your characters or one of your NPCs if you're mostly a DM. Uh, if you, I think that's if you join us at the Herald of Denier level. But anyway, you can check out all the perks and all of the other things that you get based on various different levels that you can join us at. Um, go to patreon.com slash dndlastrefuge. We do have a couple of fans who were super sneaky and sleuthy and noticed that we put links to the Patreon on our Twitter and our Instagram and our website a few days ago. Uh, so we had to... <coughs> Uh, Shimmer Scale Pride members who have already joined us, um, Tani Vargas, because that's my mother, and uh, Ellie have both already joined us in the patron community. So we are so grateful to both of you. Thank you so much um, for uh, signing on with us there. But um, enough about the money. We are going to take a quick little break because we are having some technical difficulties with Flick. So we're going to sort that out. We're going to take a quick like little five to ten minute break, and we'll be back with the trial of wit shortly. All right, we are back really quickly. A huge thank you to the Geekery crew, to Nat, Tonier, and Robert, who have joined our Patreon in the last 10 minutes. You guys are awesome. Yeah. Um, thank you so much. Uh, you guys are awesome. That's a, a group that I uh, run a game for, a friendly local gaming store here in New York, and you guys are the best. I'm so happy that you're watching. Um, okay, enough about that. Off we go. So... Um, you all checked out the induction ceremony of the trials. It seemed to go as planned, uh, which was a bit of a relief. So nothing seems to be amiss quite yet. Um, and nothing else really seems to sort of happen for the rest of, of that day. But you know that starting the next day when the trials start in earnest, you guys are going to have to keep your eyes and ears open and be ready to make sure that things go as you remember them. So uh, is there anything before tomorrow's, uh, before tomorrow's trial? I, my instinct is that someone is going to try to give them information on how to beat this trial because this is the one that they lost, Drank's team. Yeah. Um, right. So my instinct is either for me to use disguise self or us to do something to kind of keep an eye on their door all night and make sure that nothing happens. Do we have any way of like, setting a trap in front of their door <laughs> so that no one can knock on it. Well, they have their escort cobalt too, though, who hangs out in front of the doors at night. Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. So, like, no, I mean, unless they, like, pay off their little cobalt, which, honestly, who's to say? Right. But, I don't know. Or unless whoever is doing this uses disguise self to disguise themselves as the escort cobalt. <laughs> yeah, but who else has magic around here besides Koshak? I I think uh, Zebo. This is not mm. from. Yeah. This is not internal, right? This isn't like some kobold who found this magical mm. way to go back in time, right? Uh, so, um, unfortunately, I, I, I don't really know who or what seems to be interfering 
or um, uh, uh, trying to to uh, see to it that someone else wins or that you lose, or I, I'm I'm very light on uh, on understanding of the motivations and and, and the parties involved. Unfortunately, uh, we're going to have to play a lot of this by ear. Great, <laughs> great, awesome. Sounds like awesome. Uh, usual protocol around here. <laughs> um, is, uh, you, see, you see, you see, time time itself has become very turbulent uh, around this event. It's it's a uh, it's it's pivotal. It's uh, the future of of everything hinges on it. Um, so it's it's very difficult to to suss out one thing over the other. It was it was quite a doing. It took us most of a year just to figure out your names. <laughs> well, I mean, mine is a little. I difficult. still get their names yeah. wrong. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's taken him a year too, so don't worry. <laughs> Um, Just because two of them start with the same letter. I know. I know. I'm so sorry. Um, it's not you. But what was I going to say? I also had a thought of maybe would someone try and sabotage the aminals that are in those closets inside the the wit trial? Trial of wits? Do you what think do you that mean? that's a possibility? Like maybe before we go, somebody has tried to like Maybe I'm thinking way too much into this, but maybe someone has like tried to switch the animals around, but there was also like magical shuffling going on while we were in there, right. I think. Um, so I don't know how official that was or how like manned that was. I don't know. Mm. And I think that's, but going along with like how things could be sabotaged, like either they were given information or that's another thought that I had is that somebody was like trying to sabotage us in mm -hmm. like the trial itself. Yeah. So that we would open up a thing and then, or open up a door. Because for those listeners who haven't listened to that episode in a while, um, we would open up a door and hopefully there would not be an animal behind it in accordance to the order of the riddle that we were given. Right. I don't know. Maybe that's a little complicated. I feel like I feel like at this current moment in time, it makes like it makes the most sense to uh, deal with what's going to be happening at night. And then I think it might make sense to try to figure out a way to get one of us inside the room. Um, inside the to the trial room itself. Yeah, but for now, yeah. I feel like I feel like in this we particular moment. Hi. Yeah. <laughs> um, but in this moment, I feel like it's probably the most likely thing. I think, now, Bria, you're probably right. Because I was thinking the opposite of how someone would try to screw up the Thoughtful 3 and Meepo. Mm -hmm. But since that's all just them being smart, I think you're right that it's going to be someone giving clues. Yeah. Okay, so tonight we're going to, like, watch their door. Yeah. Okay. Great. So and then go from there. Yeah, excellent. So uh, who is going to watch the door? Is everybody going to be sort of at different points? Tell me how you're going to, who's doing what? Well, I have a question. Should we watch yeah. both parties, like split up and have like two of us watch Drengs' group and mm -hmm. two of us watch the Thoughtful Three? Mm -hmm. We can. Honestly, like I'm not really concerned Ooh, with... split that party. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not really concerned with... Well, I guess if it all has to happen the same way we remember it, then we need them to also win this, huh? Right. Yeah, um, we need, yeah. They need but to, just like, having do information, really well. Right. As long as they, like, if somebody does come and give them a clue, we let that slide. But if someone yeah. tries to come and give Dranks a clue, we stop it. Yeah, yeah okay. I don't, 
I don't see how they could sabotage the Thoughtful Three and Mebo in any meaningful way. Right. Unless they made it, they gave them the wrong clue, which would then lead them to make the wrong decision. But I then feel like they'll get in the there. Head, take their clue, read it, see if it's right, and then decide from there. Um, I feel like the Thoughtful Three and Meepo are probably smart enough that even if they get a bad clue, they'll get in the room and they'll be like, yeah. oh, this is bullshit. Obviously, we know how this <laughs> works. Okay. Yeah, totally. Right. All right, well, so we're just okay, watching so... drinks. Okay. Right. All right. Yes, great. Yes. Okay, so you all are going to go and uh, watch Drenx's door. Now, as you pointed out, their escort Cobalt is going to uh, is going to be outside of their chamber. So, uh, if you all are hiding, if you're doing anything other than just trying to stay hidden, let me know. If you're just hiding, go ahead and make a stealth roll uh, to sort of get oh, into position. No. Can you can you describe the area for me? So I know yeah. I so the work. tunnels are are just a almost labyrinthine sort of twisting and turning um you know as as the team sort of leads you through them zebo like even for all of your uh mental abilities like after a while it just becomes overwhelming the twists and turns these guys it took them the better part of a year to be able to navigate through without using the map that they were given right. okay. um so the ceilings are all pretty low. Um, the tallest among these guys sort of do, they don't really have to quite crouch, but it sort of feels like they do. So uh, Bizdira and I think Bria are the two taller ones. Um, so they sort of have to stay hunched down. It's all carved out of stone, fairly well worked. Um, and most of the doorways uh, into these chambers that you guys are at are uh, mostly mostly stone as well. Um, okay. There are lots of twists and turns, so plenty of places where you could hide around a corner, um, depending on how good a view you wanted to get. Um, as you sort of approach, you all do see this escort kobold is right outside the front of the door, um, but he doesn't seem uh, particularly watchful. He's sort of leaning, uh, he's leaning up against the wall next to the door, uh, and he's got like uh, just a little... Uh, a little flute in his hands that he's not actually playing. He's just sort of like messing with it. It looks like it was maybe something that he carved himself. So he's sort of, he's got a little knife out and he's sort of making little adjustments to it here and there. Okay. Gotcha. So uh, uh, if you want, we could stay back behind one of these twists in the tunnels and, and I could send my familiar to go keep a watch. Yes. Hey! There's a familiar. familiar. Tell us more. Oh, yes. Right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so when they say that, uh, Zebo will sort of wrap his little cane on the floor, and there's a big woof of of uh, yellow feathers, and a parakeet appears sitting on the gnarled top of the uh, of the cane. But he's kind of like uh, imagine uh, like a fat parakeet. He's sort of fluffy <laughs> and really big, and and he just sort of starts uh, starts softly kind of tweet chattering at him, and and uh, and Zebo sort of leans down and scratches behind his head, and his feathers fluff up, and he says, "Oh, that's right. Hello. Yes, we've got a job for you. Come on now." And he picks What's him up his on name? his what? What's that? What's his name? Oh, his name is Commander Farrington Downfeathers. <laughs> I call him Down. I call him Downy. Eddie, uh, Eddie kind of scritches him again and uh, gives him a little kiss on the head and says, "All right, go now." And and tosses Downy. him and lets him fly down the fly down the tunnel. <laughs> oh yes! And oh my down god! Goes. I did not know the familiar's name ahead of time. Uh, Dan and I were chatting last night. He's like, oh, I have to name him. But then I never got word about what the name is. So I'm right, as right, delighted right. as all of you are. I do. I want to point out that I did roll my stealth and I crit this time. So like. 
Well, we still have to hide. But <laughs> so that, that will still uh, be relevant. In fact, uh, while Downey goes uh, flying around the corner, let me have the rest of your uh, stealths. Per favore. Uh, let's go with uh, Flick next. Um, that's an eight. Because right, I so have the, um, well. the chain mail on. Oh my god, right. <laughs> All right. Um, Gotta love that disadvantage. Right. Well, I was thinking earlier, like, maybe I should take it off because we know that we're going to do a lot of sneaking around because we can't be seen. Uh-huh. Could I have done that? Yes. I'll allow it. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Happy anniversary. <laughs> is, that, right. is, is that our anniversary gift? Yes, that's our anniversary <laughs> gift. I take away Flick's Arbor. <laughs> Sounds about right. Yay! Um, <laughs> then that's a 16. Okay. Ooh, much 16 better. Much better, much better. Zebo, how about you? Uh, I did much better this time. I have an 11. Excellent. This is, in fact, <laughs> much better. This is zero. Uh, 16. Okay, great. I'm Kit. 13. All right. Um, so... Uh, uh, if it matters, I rolled one for uh, for Downey. Oh, yes. he, actually, yeah. he actually got a 20. Oh, nice. All right. Downey's showing you how it's done. Yeah. Um, all right, so... Uh, Dranks' team's escort cobalt, like I said, not really paying attention. So he, he certainly doesn't hear you all uh, around there. And now, when Downey flies, <laughs> how, does that, how does that go with his... Uh, you know, it's uh, like uh, it, there's a little more sort of vertical motion than you would expect. <laughs> So, so the uh, thing that Downey just has gotten really good at over over time is he just he manages to sort of time his um, exactly aerial bounces in such a way that uh, that the the escort cobalt like he sort of he turns to look because he thinks he hears something but that's sort of the height of one of Downey's bounces. <laughs> um, I so feel it, like this is like Flappy Bird or something yes. that we're watching. Sounds a little bit like yeah. it, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like a real life game of yeah. <laughs> Oh my god, I love it. Um, so and then and then uh, he manages to find. I'm just calling Flappy. He manages to find <laughs> a uh, find a little sort of perch right up at the top of the uh, of the corridor uh, where he can get a good view. And you know it's well above the escort cobalt sort of uh, normal eye line, and he's not being. I mean, you know, he's just making sure nobody comes tries to come in and and have a conversation with the with the team or anything like that. So Flappy's up there, and Zebo, are you uh, are you watching with his senses, or are you just sort of uh, counting on your connection with him to find out if, to, to sense if anything goes awry? Right. I, I was just about to say. So Zebo will turn to the rest of them and we say, "All right, now um, I, I'm going to go blind and deaf here. So <laughs> uh, so I'll be looking and listening through through Downey. But if you need me, you just you just tap me on the shoulder and I'll I'll pop back. Okay. 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 okay, so he, he sort of uh, sits down cross-legged and kind of takes a deep breath and goes, and his eyes just kind of go white. Do you think he'd notice if I wore his hat for just a second? It, he's not senseless. He just can't see or hear. <laughs> fine. He feel you removing his hat. It's fine. Whatever. I don't need it. <laughs> no, you want it though. I don't, I don't even want it. It's fine. I think I actually want his shoes more than his hat, but hat is a very close second. <laughs> We're trying to sneak around. They jingle. That's true. <laughs> I love it. All right. So um, 
nothing happens for an inordinate amount of time. Um, if you'll remember the place where these chambers were for all three teams, it's sort of out of the way. So there really isn't any uh, traffic in the tunnels in this area that you need to worry about as you all sort of sit there for a while, uh, waiting for something to happen. Um, at one point, Zebo, you do notice that, uh, that the escort cobalt there sort of eventually sort of starts to nod off and he tries real hard for a few minutes to pinch himself and he you can sort of hear him humming to himself and he tries to play the flute a little bit to keep himself awake but uh, you know yes like you all knew like there wasn't such a threat of anything really this was just to make sure that the that the codes of the trial were kept in place so eventually he sort of begins to to nod off and he sort of slumps down and is sitting and and sort of peacefully peacefully snoring. Mm. Um, but more time goes by and, and nothing sort of happens. And uh, at one at one point, about, about an hour after the Escort Cobalt falls asleep, I forgot how much fun it is to say Escort Cobalt 85 <laughs> times a minute. Um, <laughs> I refuse to give them names. Um, <laughs> uh, another Cobalt comes walking down the hallway sort of from the direction of Ural's chambers. Um, and it, there's nothing sort of out of the ordinary except that this is the first other creature to have started coming down this hall in the hour you all have been sitting here and watching. All right, so uh, when when Zebo so at one point while the cobalt is falling asleep, when he starts playing uh -huh. his flute to try and keep himself awake, uh, Downey will actually start to to chirp along with it, and yeah. and Zebo will be like, oh no, quiet, damn it, shush, shush, and then it'll, it'll kind of stop. <laughs> 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 but, Does he uh, say this out loud? Like, yeah, he says it. He says us. it out loud, and then sort of empathically that that transmits to the familiar, and so the familiar shuts <laughs> up, and then maybe the the cobalt might stop fluting for a moment and look around, but then there's nothing and starts fluting again. I think uh, I think he just thinks that he was getting some really nice overtones. Oh, the there you go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. good that. acoustics. <laughs> good acoustics. Yeah, so, exactly. uh, really well that night, So yeah. so when I see the, uh, the when I see the sentry approaching, I'll be like, oh 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 oh, oh look, cobalt uh, uh, coming. He's coming down the hallway from the other side. Okay. Uh, just walking. I okay. am going to disguise myself as Kashak. Oh my. Okay. Now, you know that your version of disguise self, Bria, um, mm -hmm. can only change how tall you are by a foot. So I think you're uh, still significantly taller than Kashak, which is fine, but just so you know, Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Just make yourself seem shorter. <laughs> makes me nervous. Do the thing where you like, like put your shoes like, like on your knees. <laughs> <laughs> if you like, just give yourself a hunch. You know, it makes you look a little shorter. You know, makes you look a little just shorter. Like... Has a bad posture. <laughs> um. There's no, we don't have anything that would like lock their door or make it so that this person couldn't get into their room, right? Uh, well, should we see what's friends? happening before we do anything rash? Ooh. I'm or just not. concerned that it's going to be so quick that. Uh, <laughs> I'm so mad at you. I hate you so much. I'm 12 years old. Um, <laughs> Twelve-year-old boy is what you are. Correct. Um, I live in the sewer. Um, Moving on. I'm just concerned it's going to be so quick that we're going to miss it. 
Is it over? Did it happen? <laughs> Not if we watch. All right, well, well while you all are discussing this, the cobalt has gotten closer and is now about to the point where he's going to pass uh, the door. Ah. And, um, hey, I get to roll the die now. Hey, Zebo. Uh, yeah. Since you're using your senses, if I'm not mistaken, you can still use your own perception. So go ahead and make your perception. Can. Yes, indeed. Uh, where's my character sheet? <laughs> uh, it's the wrong page. One moment. It's my proficiency. Oh, that's going to be a tw- 21. Oh, 21. Okay, so you notice, and he's, he's reasonably sneaky about it, um, okay. but you still do notice that this kobold sort of slips into reaches into his sleeve he like tries to look like he's just like scratching his arm and he reaches into a sleeve and pulls out just a little scrap of paper that he then drops and sort of slides underneath Drex's door at, is, right as he oh. walks by he's super smooth with it okay uh, and he just continues walking on uh at, you know sort of no no break in stride he just slips up under the door send that bird down <laughs> It's, is it is it gone? Like is it under? Oh yeah, it's, it's underneath. The, yeah, it's it's. He got it well underneath the door and. Um, yeah. Ooh. See. Ooh. Oh. Oh no. Okay. How so small I, is the thing? The paper. Yeah. Oh, I mean, it looked. I mean, it was. You know, maybe this big. It couldn't have had much on it. You know, it was just a little scrap, maybe a couple it, inches long. If you can do. Somebody sneaky has to go listen. Kit, if you can you turn into a small animal and push it, I can mm-hmm. use my mage hand yep. to get the rest of yeah. it. Yeah, I was, I that's exactly what I was going to turn suggest. <laughs> so the, uh, yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> the century, the century cobalt is asleep at the moment. Yeah. Yes. All right. So I want to, I want to give, um, Downey the, just kind of the uh, impression of looking under the door to see okay. if I can get him to sort of peek under and see if he can see anything. Sure, totally. Um, as he goes down there, uh, let's have a stealth roll since he's starting to move again. Sure. Uh, ooh, that's only a seven. Okay. Uh, <laughs> he's asleep, so let's see. Oh, he sleeps through it. He's good. Oh, yay. Good. <laughs> good. Uh, all right, so down he gets down there and can just see. It's a, it's a, because it's a stone door, like it's fairly thick, um, right. So part of the little paper is is not quite within the bird's reach, but it, it looks like it's still underneath the door. It hasn't been like grabbed, grabbed. by in the room yet. All right, all right, all right. So so there's a there's a little slip of paper stuffed under the door. Downey can't reach it, but he can see it. It's there. Is that? Do we care if they have yes. it? Yes, we care. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't, I can't, I can't hear anything you're saying if you're answering. <laughs> I would 100% believe that's something that he would just say in general. Be like, try to talk to me. I can't hear you. Can, um, one moment, I, one moment. And then he'll kind of blink and his eyes are back. He'll say, yeah. right. Uh, is that, is that, a, is that paper something we want to try and get back from them? Or I, I have three things. Oh God. Thing number one. Not I think three. the plan with Kit is good which is like turn to a spider push it out let's and then i can use my mage hand and pull the rest of it out got it um which is two of the things Mm -hmm. and then can we use the bird to follow this kobold the sneaky kobold yes but once he gets too far away from me i won't be able to see see through him anymore so uh, limited usefulness but did we recognize the kobold well, you all didn't see him, and Zebo certainly didn't. He just looked like a kobold to me. I mean, he was, you know, kind of like right. greenish brown, and uh, you know, 
he wore a tunic, a sleeve. It's where the, it's the nose, Farix. Where the nose was hidden. <laughs> did it look it's like uh, did it look like Farix? It didn't look like Farix. Oh, it was absolutely not Farix. Your rendition was beautiful. I could tell it was. <laughs> <Right. name. laughs> I'd recognize Farix anyway. I, I'd recognize. I, I know him. I know him. I'm looking. <laughs> Um, yeah, he didn't have anything like identifying or, or unique about him, really, yeah. that I could tell. All right, yeah, sorry. Um, okay. Also, if we well, if we do this animal plan quickly, I can also try to follow him. Okay. okay. I'm feeling really stressed about this. I, I like we need to do it right now. <laughs> yeah, let's do. I I think the spider plan is great. Okay. okay, but I think maybe a rat will be better at taking a piece of paper out. <laughs> uh, does it seem like does it seem like the the paper was close enough that a little rat paw could reach in and get it? Probably it was. I mean, it was just out just of, out of reach. bird's reach. So yeah, probably. Okay, uh, all right. I'm going back in, and then uh, he'll uh, jump into the bird's senses again. Okay, <laughs> and uh, you do hear. Uh, Zippo's rather the bird rather is able to hear sort of uh, a bit of stirring on the other side of the door at this point. Crap! Go go go! Okay, I, I, I wild I shape some... into a rat. All right, so and Kit, I go. And this is one of the rare times that Kit turns into something small, not a giant yep. door octopus. <laughs> uh, and so down she goes. Uh, you hear those fun sounds that we talk about, uh, and down Kit goes. All right, so you're a rat now, and you scurry over to the uh, to the door. Go ahead, and you make me a stealth check as well, Kit, using the uh, the rat statistics. Oh. Well, it's terrible, whatever happened. Oh, no. So, <laughs> um, well, what, what was your dive? And I'll, I'll pull up the uh, the rat. My roll was a two. <laughs> My new die is doing a great job. <laughs> great. Okay, so it's just a two because it appears that rats, yeah, strangely don't are have not any dexterous. <laughs> uh, are you proficient in stealth? Me, oh, that's yeah, I don't know that you no. are. If you're not, okay. Because yep. you would be able to add your own plus. Right. Yeah, I am I am certainly mm. not. <laughs> well, right. so over the rat goes, and that was a two. That's a two then. Yeah. Okay. So uh, you just like the the sleeping kobold sort of uh, <laughs> and sort of drops a hand and it sort of lands on you, which would have been fine. That in and of itself didn't seem to wake him up, but the squeak, the startled squeak that Kit let. <laughs> I mean, yeah. obviously, Kit is going to make a squeak. Have we met her? <laughs> yeah. So that sort of wakes up the kobold, and the kobold sort of uh, looks around and is real startled. So you have a moment while he, because you know he's groggy, he just woke up, and there's a rat that Hi. he accidentally like dropped his hand onto. So you have a brief moment before he sort of regains his wits, in which okay. to do something. I mean, obviously, I'm going to get the paper out. That's okay. what I'm going to do. This is going to be this poor kobold is going to be scarred for life. He just watches a rat grab <laughs> a little piece. Of, all right. Um, Just like look at him, grab it, roll it up. Eye contact the whole time. Oh, oh that makes it so much creepier. Yeah, I'll do it really slow and look at him. Like, yeah. oh, totally. <laughs> can she roll? Can she roll intimidation? Like, As a rat. Yes. Advantage with that 
uh, intimidation. Still just a rat. There's still a lot of What'd you get, kid? An 11. It's not terrible. It's, um, it's enough to give him pause. So you <laughs> pause. pause. Anyway. Uh, pause. <laughs> pause. <laughs> this is one of those moments that if you were just recording the podcast, you'd be like, oh, I wish you could see us because we all made pause. Now you yeah. can. <laughs> all right. So, uh, <laughs> All right, so you, you reach over there, keeping eye contact with him the whole time, and slowly draw the paper towards you and sort of fold it up in your little paws. Uh, and at this point, he does, he sort of shakes out of it, uh, but he's he's real weirded out. So he is going to try and, like, grab you or smack you or something, just, like, as a sort of reflex reaction. But he is a little disconcerted by you, so he'll have disadvantage on the roll, which is good, because that is going to give him a... That is only an eight to hit, and I believe the rat's AC is ten. It's so he misses you. Uh, and what are you doing, Kit? Um, I'm running away. <laughs> Off you scurry. Uh, and I, I don't know. Is he going to get? No, he's not going to give chase. He's just he decides that it was a, sort of a strange post-dream hallucination, <laughs> and sure. uh, he sort sure. of sits back. And looks around a few times. In fact, where is the bird? Uh, he's like, the bird is like on top of the door frame, like right. squished back into a crevice. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, he's like, great. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he's gonna look around, and I'm just, I'm envisioning the bird is up there, and he's gonna sort of like, he's gonna actually crack open the door. Mm-hmm. And sort of look in and just sort of check to make sure that everything's okay. He'll, he'll you know, say, is everything okay? He closes the door and the bird is just up there the whole time. He sort of, he's about to look up sort of towards the door and he just, then Cobalt goes, ugh, whatever, and sits back down, sort of settles back in to, to continue his nap. Oh, um, good. So, so during during this whole time, Zebo's going, all right, all right, he's almost there. He's got it. <clears throat> the Cobalt grabbed her. Wait, no, she's free. She's got it. <laughs> so he's like play by playing the whole thing. She's on her way back. I, I know. I'm <laughs> like coronary. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. So here she comes as he says she's coming back, and here here Kate comes skittering around the corner, uh, and and I think she presents in still in rat form presents the perfectly folded little parchment to because <laughs> it would be perfectly folded. Of course it would. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Um, so what do you do? Bria, Where did do you give it to be the one to read it? I don't know. You tell me, Kit. Who do you give it to? Yeah, I probably, I think, well, yeah, I think I gave it to Bria. I also, okay. I kind of want to run after the kobold. I ah. think that was what we wanted to happen. Oh, for you to go after that. Okay, sure. If you want to take, if you want to, um, uh, what is it? Chase. Go have chase. <laughs> Words. Yes. That. <laughs> just, just go chase. Let go, me, just go um, run after. Chasing of chases. Let me read it out loud real quick. So, because maybe it was like a love note or something, you know? Ooh. <laughs> somebody, somebody else is trying to get in on uh, Bizdira's little buddy-buddy relationship with one of those, uh, one of Dranks' girls. Hey! Ooh. Who nobody is creating a hashtag to save her. I'm just pointing that Wait, out. Um, <laughs> oh, that's so sad and real. I actually <laughs> thought back to this. But <laughs> did my girlfriend die? Is she the one of Dranks' girls that died? Yeah. Because no, he's a jerk. No. What's the letter say? Um, so the letters are a uh, list of animals. 
Yeah. And they happen to be in a particular order that, uh, well, actually, make me make me a history check, Bria. I'm going to, can I show it to Kit as well, since she, like, she can give me a little well, wrap them know, up. Is Kit, is Kit hanging out, or is she going, is she taking chase, making chase, is she chasing, God in heaven. Giving chase. I'm waiting because Bria indicated she wanted me to Irving chase. I don't know. <laughs> so then can can I roll with advantage if she's looking at it too? Uh, yes, are you staying? Yes, okay, just for a minute. Yes, you can. Good thing. Um, <laughs> you said history? Yes. 19. Okay, so the order uh, of, on the list is uh, Direwolf, Blink Dog, Axebeak, uh, goat, crocodile, fire beetle, elephant. And you remember that that was the order that the doors had to be opened in for the trial. Gotcha. Okay. We got it. Great. Boom. I'm gonna Do run away now. That little kobold? Right. So Kit hurries after the uh, retreating kobold, um, but unfortunately as a rat with her 20 foot speed, she goes and she gets to one of the many turns in the tunnels and it's just sort of like a three-way, you know, split, and you have no idea which way he's gone. He's he's uh, not visible down any of the three. Can I sniff and see if I can see where he went? Rats have can. You smell. They sure do, so you get and advantage have... on your... Yeah. <laughs> okay. Let's see. Who's that here? No! <laughs> 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 I got double ones. <laughs> oh no! So you you're not you've never done the small things. So you just you're not you're like well it's small so clearly I have to breathe bigger because I need more. So you just take a big old snort and just get full of like dirt and tunnel dust and you all hear just little tiny sneezes from down the way oh just God. like seven of them all in a row. That's a sad vantage. I need to show everyone Oh, nice. Yeah. Sad vantage. Move it a little no. bit. Ah, I love it. Oh, no. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, kid, it shield your eyes. Oh, no. Hey, it's too late. It's bedtime for the kids. <laughs> Some kids. Like, say. Do, I, yeah. do I need to remind you how much I curse? Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, also that. Do we think we've done everything we can do? I think so. Yeah. Should we at should least for we tonight? Rest? I feel weird resting. I mean, it's not about resting. It's just about is there anything else tonight that you want to do before you know? I don't think so. All right. Mm -mm. No. Cool. Everybody good? Mm -hmm. All right. So you all fine. You head your way back to the little uh, outpost in one of the forgotten uh, tunnels that you all are staying in, and and. Um, and that is that. So the next day, you remember first thing in the morning. Uh, these trials, for the most part, took place first thing in the morning. And so you remember that you all were uh, 1.0s uh, <laughs> gathered up and uh, taken to the arena. And, and it must have been about this time also that the tribe uh, began to fill in. Because you. one of the other things that you remember was the marked difference between the emptiness and the sort of intimacy of the induction ceremony for the trials and the raucous, I mean, just it had to be every cobalt in the tribe was there that next morning to watch the trial of wit take place. Um, so you guys gonna go watch the trial? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we have to, yeah. Okay. So you all go and 
where are you? Uh, so now there are people in the stands. So what's the plan for for where you're going to watch from? Our um, private balcony. Your private. <laughs> yeah, the VIP reserved. Okay. Uh, All right. So you guys get up there. Uh, you know what? Make me make me another set of uh, stealth checks. No. Okay. I took my armor off. That's fine. Yeah, oh my goodness. Oof. We uh, need a new balcony. Oh Ooh. no. Uh, let's start with Bizdira this time. When I first rolled it, I was like, oh, fuck, I crit failed. But no, I got a uh, 12. <laughs> oh, that's just bad. Kit? Uh, 20 adjusted. All Finally. Right. It's a 9. Excellent. And Flick? A 17. All right. And Zebo. An 11. All right. Uh, it is super noisy up there, so you, even with your 9, Bria, um, you don't attract a ton of attention. Um, there are a few tense moments uh, where you're trying to get into position and you sort of, uh, you know, jostle somebody's legs from underneath or or whatever it is, but uh, you guys get into position without without too much trouble. Fortunately, like I said, it's it's super raucous, so noise isn't such a concern. Um, and you watch the trials. As I recall, oh, you all, oh my God, you watch the drawing of lots ceremony. Yeah! And uh, so uh, you watch as the three teams are brought and the colored stones are pulled out and it's all explained about how, you know, this color stone, if you draw this color stone, you go first. If you draw this color stone, you have to go second, this color third. And you watch as Flick just stands there because nobody told him what to do and drinks <laughs> and hawks go and run and grab stones. And then Flick sort of stately walks forward because he realized that he was supposed to run, but he didn't. <laughs> So he goes forward and grabs the remaining stone out of that poor kobold's hand, and there's just <laughs> silence across the arena because Flick has done something unexpected. And except he holds for, up. Except oh. for the inaudible inaudible sob. The inaudible sob that Flick, present Flick, gives as he wipes away one single tear at how beautifully dramatic everything <laughs> is in this moment. <laughs> <laughs> If you pay no attention to the faces of the people in the crowd, the silence is almost grand. Until... <laughs> the first Ooh. time. The first where is he? Time. Uh, he's on the other side of the arena from where you of guys are. Of course he is. But the first laugh of chuckles uh, you hear as uh, everyone sort of gasps at Flick. Uh, and you can see poor Larry not which is in his name, sort of like reaching for the stone. And you you just, you remember, like you obviously can't hear him from where you are, but you all just vividly remember him being like, please, please give it back. Please, please give the stone back. Please, please give it back now. <laughs> oh, Larry. You all go in, it is tense, uh, but you all watch as you manage to complete the trial of wits with seconds to spare, opening each of the doors in the correct order. Uh, I believe the Thoughtful Three were next. Yeah, they were really fast. Yeah. And they, yeah, they walk in, and you can see them now, and you watch as Kashak is saying the, the clues for the puzzle to them. Uh, they all, none of them speak a word to each other. They all just, like, using hand signals and eyes, just like <laughs> as Kashak says clues, they go stand at different doors, and as soon as he stops talking, they start opening the doors. And it's, it's just incredible to watch. Uh, and, you know, big cheers for them like there were before. Dranks' team comes in, and the three ladies just have weapons drawn. 
Uh, Aww, uh, like, they know from the start, like, this isn't going to go well. Um, I guess I should say, if anyone hasn't listened to the trials episodes, like, damn. Uh, <laughs> the, it, was a, it was a sort of logic puzzle where they had to figure out the order that they had to open these uh, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, these seven uh, doors <laughs> with different animals on them. And Got there it. were warnings that if they opened the wrong one in the wrong sequence, uh, there might be a, a dangerous... Uh, an unfortunate consequence to that. Um, and then they had, a, there was a little timer down there and they had to do it within the set time. And they did it, they got them all correct, but just had seconds to spare. The Thoughtful Three Amiibo, which is like the intelligent group of kobolds, got through it in a flash. Drenx's team walks in and basically knows that they're gonna fuck up. Uh, so the three of them have their weapons out because they're ready for whatever's gonna happen. And like, they're clearly like, not really even listening to Kashak. Drenx kind of is. But no. the girls are just like, they're looking around waiting for the danger. And Kashak leaves and they all sort of stare at each other for a while. And like, none of them really know what to do. And Drenx actually gets the first door correct. Um, or it seems like he does. He goes over and he opens the direwolf because I'm pretty sure there was literally a clue that said the direwolf is first. So they get that one right. Um, but then the... Uh, from there, it just sort of goes downhill. They stare at oh, each boy. other for a while. They keep looking at the at the timer. And finally, Drank just sort of throws up his hands, walks over to the door with the elephant on it, and open it. And behind that door is, in fact, an elephant. Who knows how they got an elephant in the tunnels? I didn't really think that's when I wrote this challenge. And now it's, oh, man. Doesn't matter. That's the cobalt's problem. That's right. <laughs> so this elephant is pissed. <laughs> and the trumpeting, which you all heard a year ago, and now you can see that this thing just tramples the bejesus out of out of Dranks and one of the girls, and oh, just sort no. of fight it off, and it just doesn't go well. Uh, but uh, the timer goes off, the gong sounds, the the elephant is herded back into its quarters, and the door opens with with Dranks' team failing the trial miserably, as you all uh, ensured would right. be the case. So well done. Right. That is the trial of wits. Hooray! Woo! Hooray! Well, that, that okay. seemed like it. That seemed like Are it you... went ab absolutely god's awful for them. Is that how yes. it was supposed to do? Yes. Oh, good. Yes. Good, good, good. Oh, good. <laughs> good, good. You guys, you guys did all right. <laughs> oh, there was a really great moment. Again, you can't really hear what they're saying, but there was a really great moment where you could see Bazir was talking, and she gets done talking, and the other three just turn to her and go, "Nope." Nope. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Uh, in fact, I think Flick's exact words were, no, that's wrong. Yeah, I think that was me. I'm pretty sure it was me. Oh, it was one of that. No, yeah, it was Bria. And um, Bazira's just going to look at Bria, look her up or down, go, mm hmm. Uh -huh. <laughs> I'm going to nuzzle her. Uh, in, this, in this moment. Yeah. yeah. 2.0. When you slap her. All right. Yeah. So. Oh, uh, God. Okay. Oh, no. Now's the big one. Is there anything you all are going to do now in preparation for, like you say, the big one, the trial of strength? I think okay. that Zebo's healing potion needs to go to Arix, because that healing potion is the reason that we succeeded in this trial. It's the heal It's the orange one? Yeah, what? Yeah. <laughs> It could be a healing potion, or it could be, it could be oh, sriracha. Or it could be sriracha. 
Yeah, what color is the healing potion that he has on him? It's, it's, it's I mean, it's the color of sriracha. So. Interesting. <laughs> the one that I have, yeah, it's 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 actually a healing potion. So, <laughs> I, I mean, I would guess red, but if it's sriracha orange, then cool. <laughs> the viscous. The little, yeah, look at that. It's a little gritty. It's all right. <laughs> See, we 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 have to make our healing potions. We have to make our healing potions out of a very particular type of uh, cave lichen. Um, so it's it's a little fibrous, but it's okay. Oh. <laughs> Oh. I'm ready to learn sounds, all about it. <laughs> sounds horrendous. I mean, do, do, do you need me to give my, my potion to someone? I think Hi. that that, because that's the reason that we got through this trial is because Arx had that, but we would have to give it to him in a way that's like, or you need to sure save this. Or just into his room before they get there. But he needs to, he needs to know to give it to us. Well, we can... Well, there are four. There, there were four vials, and so it could have been like he made them for them, but he gave them to us <laughs> to make it through. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, we could just give it to him so that he has it. We don't know that he has it, so like we could just say like, you know, a gift from a friend. Like, leave a little note, and then that's you know, and then he could replicate it because he's RX, right. And then he can replicate he potions. Up like, yeah, Arx is pretty badass. Wow, neat. He can make his own. He <laughs> <laughs> a pepper spray. Not that he's not talented, but it's not like he can like take a potion and make two. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's, no, that's, that's what that's what Zebo thought. Like, yeah, wow, that's completely that's, different. That's so, really handy. <laughs> so and, great. One of the things we will do is get that healing potion to Arx. What else could potentially go wrong? <laughs> oh, let me count the ways with you all. <laughs> well, I feel like Trace's team is going to win this no matter what, so that's so, fine. So, uh, what, what's about to happen in the Trial of Strength? So many things. Um, so many things. A lot of... For us, there's the wall, which doesn't really... That's not a thing. No. Um, so there's the you. tunnels... <laughs> since they're vague booking, uh, they tell you a little <laughs> bit about the trial of strength and how it went down. So okay. each team started in a different location. They, they eventually found out. For them, um, the first, there, were, there are essentially like four different challenges that they have to get through. The first one for our party's team uh, was there was a great big wall that they had to get over. And as they began to climb it, boulders were shoved down to try and uh, make it more difficult for them to get over it. Okay. Once they got over it, they clambered down through a tunnel into a sort of uh, a maze of tunnels underneath the ground uh, where they uh, took one wrong turn and ended up fighting some uh, <laughs> fighting some creatures that uh, the general D&D universe knows as Vegapygmies, but which Flick named Sophia Lurks. Um, <laughs> couldn't tell you why. Uh, they got through the maze. They then had to cross a rope bridge that didn't really make it through them crossing it without breaking, so that was super fun. And mm -hmm. then the final part of their Trial of Strength was uh, a combat against an Ankeg and a Displacer Beast. Ooh. Can we not forget uh, the fact that Kit turned into a giant spider? Yeah, that's obviously the most important part. <laughs> uh, and Bazir pretended to die. But oh, yeah. Die. Oh, yeah, that was really upsetting. You yeah. were slapped her. <laughs> yeah, so Bazir so, had a big old handprint about something to uh, help you all with the results of the combat at the end, because it was a rough combat. Mm -hmm. um, 
And Rx did, in your memories, Rx did have a, a, a bag that had four healing potions in them that he, even though his team was was down, he sort of tossed through the walls of his enclosure, his combat enclosure, because they were still there, they were not doing well, uh, tossed it through the wall of his enclosure into yours so that you all could use them. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, that was, that was nice of him. <laughs> yeah, our sweetheart. I think that's, is that the only key thing? Because the natural encounters we can't really affect, right? Right. I mean, we or can watch from above. Well, like, and so, like, why, why did that rope bridge break on you? Did someone cut it, or was it just old and janky? Or, no, I think it was what? weak, right? Yeah. Well, you. I mean, you all saw that it was weak to begin with, but you all certainly didn't inspect the, the break itself, because it came no, from the other some side. Of us, yeah. Right. When some of us didn't roll really well on the is I, is this a place that we could we could get out to before people are there or uh, uh, so there will be really there will be a bit of time and I should have mentioned this earlier so as soon as everyone is out of the arena um, they will start resetting the arena each day so there will be a bit of time overnight each day where the arena is set for the following trial but no one is really in there oh good okay. yeah we I. I agree with Zebo that that's probably what we should do because okay. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what else we could do in folks that, like like I just don't know how the sabotage would happen other than in the actual arena itself. Right. You know. Totally. Right. Yeah. Because Drank's team is gonna win regardless because this mm-hmm. person is clearly helping his team. So, and Rx's team won't. So as long as we get that healing potion. At the end, and maybe I my instinct is the boulders here. I know, yeah. I want to look at the boulders too. Yeah. Okay. okay. All right. Let's do that. So the only thing you need to worry about tonight, then, uh, well, let's start with uh, dealing with the hailing potion since that was your first idea. How are you going to get that to RX? Well, no, I, I will point out I only have one potion. If you said he gave you four, they definitely didn't come from from us, unless you guys have some more to pass along to him. I don't think I have any. I think I've used all mine. I think you I still have any. at least one or two, Kit. I feel like I, I had to use I it for some. Yeah, I have zero. I used it for one of, you know, one of the battles where we almost died. <laughs> you that know. doesn't really narrow it down. It I mean, doesn't. We, did we use all four? Were any of them used, Kit? Oh, this is going to be a continuity mindfuck, but that's okay. Did any of them get used... During After? season three, yeah. I really I like don't. Maybe I don't so. one, but no, I, don't I don't think so. Okay. All right. I don't Great. think so. I appreciate your honesty. <laughs> I mean, like, worst cases, he has these extra. Yeah, maybe he had three in his right. bag already, and we're just giving the extra. Could okay. be. Could be. I mean, they are <laughs> Casually right. writing the story for you. Well, and even... <laughs> And even, again, I think that getting the note to him, regardless, being like, some type of note being like, save this for when things are most dire or something like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Or we could not be vague and just say, give so, it to the other team. So let me <laughs> let, let me ask you this. Do you know why he he chose to, to help you rather than his, uh, his own team? He wanted he, us to win. Yeah. He feels like they yeah. can't win, so he wanted <clears throat> us to win. Yeah, they were in such dire straits, and we conceivably could have uh, it was was he a friend of yours then before yes. before going into this oh yeah, he's the, okay he's well, the that, first cobalt we met oh that makes more sense then all right <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, yeah. All right. Well, well, if we want to slip him an extra potion just to kind of hedge the bets a little bit, I don't mind. I don't mind offering it up for the cause. Okay. Okay. So how if you if you want, I could just bring it to him. That's what I'm thinking. Is like I mean, he doesn't yeah. know me. I wasn't part of the 1.0. That's true. That's I'm true. really glad that we're using that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true, actually. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let me let me let me just double check my rules real quick. Make sure I'm not setting up to you know unravel the fabric of anything. No, I think I think it's going to be okay. Because uh, my past self isn't here, uh, and anyone asking questions about me, it might be strange that there's a gnome wandering around, but uh, uh, but it's not going to cause a paradox. So I think we'll be all right. That's good. Great. So if, if all else fails, I can just bring the damn thing to him. <laughs> yeah, and then you could, Great. You could I, I think that Rx would definitely listen to any advice that we, you would give him. We need Sibo around more. That's the most straightforward plan these all have come up with. Jesus. No rope involved? I know. <laughs> no rope. rope once? Nothing. I mean, I, if we, if we want, want to, to build something. No, 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 no. Like, hang on now. If we want to build something, that'll catapult a, 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 <laughs> oh, a no, to you, him. Like, I, I mean, so he starts going into his pack and pulling out no, tools no. and, like, bits and bobs. He's like, I can build something and they can whip it up like that. Let's do it. We're going to do this? <laughs> no, um, that's your first idea. No, all right. Fine. Yes. <laughs> all right. So that beautifully straightforward plan takes care of the potion. Um, yeah, you and just, is he going uh, uh, to can... talk to Rx? I can. Uh, you just point him out to me. I'll bring him the potion and whatever message you you want him to get. Sure. Hmm. Oh, locate. <laughs> Things that I fight with off oh. camera. Oh. Yeah. Hello. Oh. Oh. This toad. So toad. I wasn't looking. Conbite toad licks and loves. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, the listeners out there. This is what I deal with all the time. All right. So, anything all right. that you want him to say? You yeah. Know, what, what, you, know, you know exactly what Farx looks like, and Rx looks like Farx, but less beat up. Right. Just not beat up. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I can find him. Maybe just uh, if you know roughly where he'll be. Uh, I, I feel like, you know, I feel like I could probably. No, no. If I go wandering off in these tunnels, I'm never coming back. So one of us should go with him. Yeah. <laughs> Just wanders the tunnels for the rest of the time. <laughs> oh, yep, here I am. Just stuck there. So yeah, first know. question is: Are we? Is he telling RX, or are we writing a note? I feel like um, RX will respond really well to Zebo talking to him and giving so him the note. I, yeah, so I, I, I should probably talk. We don't want to leave much in the way of evidence behind. No, like that. yeah, that's true. So yeah. then, Kit, do you want to wild shape again and lead him through? Sure, I can do that. Make sure you pick a form that uh, these people have never seen you take. <laughs> well, they haven't seen me be anything tiny, anything at so... This, yeah, at this point. I can at be... this point, they haven't seen you really do anything except a wolf, right? Uh, yeah, that's true. Wolf, and they're about to see Spider for the first time the next time. Yeah. yeah. So, in in honor of about to be a giant spider, I think I should be a tiny spider now. Lose sight of Rizibo and don't let the bird eat her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. That's right. Uh, so, he'll wrap his, uh, his cane on the floor again and uh, 
Downey will just sort of gone. Nice. Okay. Just we'll, just, we'll, just, we'll just take him right out of the equation. Hi, <laughs> Downey. Hi, Downey. Oh, he's fine. Okay. He's fine. He's, he's got a little. He's, he's, he's got so a little, cute. I have, oh, he's, I he's have, the best. I have just ruined these guys. There's so much PTSD from me killing things that they like. Or like That's turning fair. them on them. So anytime you send something away, it's like they're dead. <laughs> no, no, he's fine. He's he's got a little house. I send him there. He's okay. He's waiting for me to call him back. It's all fine. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> It's like I want one. All right. I do uh, want right. one. How did you know that's what I was thinking? I can teach you. Because <laughs> I know you all. All right. So Kit turns that into is, a uh, later, 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 later. Focus. Okay. Later, later, later. <laughs> oh boy. And all right. Poof! I'm off, a spider. Leads you off to now. This is this is in the evening. Yes. Uh, so you are you leading him to like their their uh, chamber where the I team think is. So yeah. Right. Yeah. So you leave him there uh, and you get to another door. It is similar. Um, there is a, an escort kobold outside, and he uh, is is awake at the moment. Mm, geez, I, mm, you're, you're a spider. You can't really talk to me right now. <laughs> <laughs> Extraction. That's, that's, right. unfortunate. that's unfortunate. Uh, maybe you could spell out your answers in web. No, it'll take way too long. Um, Would it, though? <laughs> Would it, though? He tries this. 1.0 tries that the very next day in the maze. <laughs> 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 Maybe over the past year she's gotten better at it. Maybe so. Yeah, I'm super speedy now. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Well, let's just we'll, we'll we'll give this a shot and see what happens. This will this will go well, I'm sure. Um, I, um, you know what? Let's uh let this might not be the time for it, but uh, d does it seem like the do I get the sense that the century is kind of stopping anybody from going in or? Like, is he keeping him, keeping them in, or keeping other people out? A little bit of both. The whole thing, oh. and and they could, they, you know, they probably explained this to you before uh, while you guys were sort of messing with the first century. Was that the whole the whole idea is that each of these teams is meant to be uh, isolated throughout the course of the trials, both so that they don't receive any help, but also because it's sort of a sol the whole three days of the trials is sort of a solemn ritual in which they're also supposed to spend some time contemplating their possible ascension to leadership and that sort of thing. So um, the guards are there to just make sure that they remain isolated, that they don't have any contact with anyone but their escorts. Got it. So they will not be okay with me going in there in any way, shape, or form. Probably so not. We need to rethink this for just a moment. Let me see if I can... Uh, you need to distract him and get him out of the hallway. Mm, yeah. I wish we had had to do charm person. I know. I have, I have charm person. Too. Ooh. Well, that'd be helpful. Except that she's not there. Nope. Yeah. Nope, nope, um, sure so what if first I try to bite him and I see what happens? Okay. Wait, 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 hold on. <laughs> like, is, the spider, is, the spider, is the spider tear assing after the kobold? Or I, I don't know. Yeah. You, yeah. All right. He'll just wait, 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 wait. He'll kind of okay. like, grab it very gently. <laughs> like my one leg. Stop. <laughs> just, just stop. stop. <laughs> shh, shh. I got a plan. Hold on. Let me let me just check and see. Okay. If, I want to hang out on Zebo's the part of his mustache. Oh yeah. I'll just oh. put him right on that. Oh my god. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Uh, Does anybody else want to vomit at that image? <laughs> no, because I know I do. I'm a very cute spider. <laughs> I have no doubt. That's not the point. You're That's still a spider. Not the point. <laughs> All right. Oh. 
sort of which makes a little web and swings from the mustache. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Oh, no. I I have a really stupid idea. I love it. <laughs> yes, yeah, stupid idea. You fit right in. All right. Um. So, uh, I don't know how to change it on my um. On my D and D Beyond, but I uh, messed with my third level prepared spells, so I am going to. Uh, damn, I ended up not taking this one. Never mind, not going to work. Balls. Um, no, I, I had blink. <laughs> I had blink at one point and uh, ended up. Uh, but uh, I do not have it anymore, so that's not going to work. Never mind. Uh, all right, so we need to we need to think about this. Um, I mean, I can also just go somewhere where he can't see me and turn into myself and cast um, Charm Person. No guarantee it will work, but... Right. And, and yeah, the problem with that is after an hour, he knows he was charmed, so... Yeah. Good. Yeah. Um, so, None of you guys have anything that'll make him go to sleep? I can put him Ooh. to sleep. I don't have sleep. Damn. I have... Nothing. <laughs> <I have> nothing. <laughs> nothing. Useful. I could put him. I could put him out like dead. We don't want to do that, though. I don't think. <laughs> oh God! No, <laughs> no. I don't think so. Not really. Uh, cancel the trials. Yeah, yeah. There's I want to bite. Uh, I want to uh, bite him. <laughs> you want to bite him? Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, would, would you be able to like distract him as something larger than a spider? could paralyze him. There you go. Yeah, I'm a poisonous tiny spider. Oh. Yeah. And then you could just close his eyes. I was, yeah. I was, I think the venom, yes, but I was thinking, like, what if the rat showed up again? <laughs> it would be like, my nemesis. This is, this is a different one. <laughs> but it's a different, different one. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, right. That's true. But they, there's like a, there's like a fable oh now. Right. <laughs> of the mouse, or the rat, and the parchment. <laughs> Ooh, no, never mind. Ugh, that doesn't work. Yeah, I think biting. <laughs> right, so uh, you know, if, if you could turn into something a little bigger, like maybe a giant wolf spider? Uh, that, would, that, would, that would pretty well put him down. I mean, I, I can do that. I won't be able to wild shape for the rest of the night, but I can. Might kill him. Might kill him. I, I just, I don't know that you can probably get him in one bite with your current right. form. You, you might have to you might have to get him a couple times. So if you're if you're feeling up to it, this is and that and that giant wolf spider's bite will paralyze him if he if he fails particularly spectacularly. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you don't seem to have any other ideas. Okay. All right. All right. So ugh, the clicking and the clacking grow in volume <laughs> as Kit's tiny little spider. Gets bigger and bigger with a great big thorax like the wolf spider. I don't remember if that's the actual part name. It doesn't matter. And uh, and there she is, the giant wolf spider. And she turns the corner, and this poor kobold just absolutely soils himself. <laughs> oh, oh no, <laughs> poor dude. Um, he was not ready for this. So go ahead and make your attack, uh, kids. Poor dude. Oh, he man. was like on call this evening too. He wasn't even supposed yeah. to have to come into work. here today. Hate me. Uh, you should stop using them. They, how much do they hate oh. you? Uh, 
This was a seven. Oh my lord. Cass. I don't know what is happening tonight. You rolled up a six all night, like on the die. Yeah. I All don't, right, so I don't know you go why. in, and he like he's so terrified that as you go to bite him, he, his like legs get out, and he just like crumbles to the ground, and you sort of bite over his head. So so you've missed him, but and he, he... No, he no, no, his knees wobbly legged, his knees buckled. <laughs> uh, so he starts to crawl away, like you know, crab walk, crawl away from you style. Okay, well I'm gonna try to bite him again. <laughs> Okay. Get him. <laughs> oh, Get him. no. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, my God. <laughs> this one's an eight. <laughs> Still a no, and he gets a little bit further, and he just lets out a, like, shriek that is very unbecoming of a ritual uh, guardian. Uh, but he sort of gets away, and he gets up, and he starts to take off. Great! Mission accomplished! <laughs> and he continues to yell, like, Spider! As he's running away. Okay, All right. Uh, Great. I'll, I'll, I'll head to the door. <laughs> right. I mean, yes. I'm going to climb onto the ceiling. <laughs> uh, per perfect. <laughs> and you head to the door, Zebo. All right? Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll open up the door and kind of look inside and, Hello! So inside you see four cobalts. Um, uh -huh. Immediately you're able to pick out uh, Oryx as the less beat up Farx. Sure. Um, there is one tiny little cobalt. He's probably actually about your height. Um, oh. Very small little cobalt. And he's, at the moment, he's speaking. And he has this amazing basso voice that is coming out of this tiny little cobalt. Um, <laughs> So he's there. There is one cobalt who doesn't seem to sort of be, uh, who doesn't sort of seem to be paying much attention to the conversation. Uh, she's sort of sitting at a little desk in the corner reading a book. Uh, and then there is a fourth cobalt um, who's just sort of standing there. He's He's got various like uh, gadgety type things, but they don't look gadgety like you're familiar with. They're more sort of like trap materials type mm -hmm. things, uh, sort of on a little like bandolier belt that he's wearing. Uh, he's sort of engaged in this conversation with Oryx and the tiny one. Got it. So I'll uh, I'll, I'll kind of poke my head in and say, uh, "Hello, uh, sorry to interrupt, uh, Oryx. Could I could I have a quick word?" Uh, <laughs> they all sort of turn and they are completely flummoxed because gnome and Hello. not the escort cobalt. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so Oryx just like be being Oryx and being ever curious, just like. Yes, yeah, oh, all, all right. And he sort of starts walking <laughs> towards you. And Varn, Varn sort of, uh, the, the one with the trapped bits, uh, sort of goes up to him and, and says, Arx, I don't, I don't think we're supposed to. And he says, but I, that's not, to be fair, it's not another cobalt that I would be conversing. It'll be fine, Varn, don't worry so much. <laughs> and uh, so he, he goes to the door and uh, Varn sort of like huffs a little bit and heads back over to the cobalt that's reading and just sort of is clearly like, I can't listen, I don't, we're going to get in trouble, and I just don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Arx steps up to you and goes, um, um, hello. Hi, uh, hello. Uh, so, so I'm a friend. I know, I know we've never met before. This is all very strange. I don't have a whole lot of time because the, the fellow who guards the door will be back soon, I'm sure. Uh, he saw something that he spooked sort of him. He head out. He ran away. It was crazy. I don't know. Uh, but here, <laughs> here, I, I have a, I have a little something for you. 
and I'll reach into my pouch and I'll take out the healing potion. And I'll say, I, I'd like you to have this. Um, I have a feeling that things. Oh, thick. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fine. You know, uh, uh, ingredient variations, you know how it is. Uh, but I, I have a feeling things might go um, a little difficult tomorrow. Uh, and and I, I sort of understand that uh, you have some some uh, allies in one of the other one of the other teams. Yes, some friends. And his his eyes get big, and at that point, he sort of turns around and uh, checks to make sure that like Varn right. is, isn't paying attention, and he just he mm. doesn't say anything. He just he nods. Like I think um, I think tomorrow they might they might rely on you for their success and, you know, your collective success, if you take my meaning. So just keep an eye out. And if you see that they're in, uh, in you know, some dire straits and, and maybe you might have the opportunity to, to, to help them out a little bit, maybe just remember this and I'll kind of pat the potion and, and pat his satchel that they told me about that he has. And his, his eyes are just enormous. And he goes, um, yes, yes, I, I think I understand. Wonderful. Uh, I gotta go. Uh, probably best you don't tell anyone about this. Bye! <laughs> what are you? As the door closes in his face, what are you? Oh. That was so well done. Oh, good. And I'll, uh, so I'll, uh, I'll basically uh, wrangle my way back the way I came as best I can. <laughs> I'm still there. I'm just on the ceiling. Oh, good. <laughs> The spider drops down, he kind of shrieks and <laughs> drops his cane. Oh, no, it's, yeah, it's fine. All right, let's get out of here quick. With the same eye contact. Nothing about this is okay. I have to interject here real quick because I can't, like, I can't. And I have to watch the Sword of the Stone now because all I see is Merlin. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh yes. Little. Like a tiny, tiny little Merlin. Tiny little Merlin. <laughs> I'm not She's a man. Madam. 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 Are we? Um. Are we still going to go into the arena and check all of that out? Right. That was my question. Is there anything else that you wanted to do in the arena? You mentioned the boulders, but I, I wasn't sure if that was a, a tonight thing or a tomorrow thing. Well, me, Flick, and Bria can do that while they're getting to our... Okay. All right. So what are you all doing in there? What's the what's the goal in there? Making sure that nothing's been tampered with. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, and what is, so you're checking the boulders in particular, you said, or... Uh, the boulders and the bridge. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the boulders and the bridge. Got it. Okay. Um, so they, which, uh, so you go to check the boulders and uh, the boulders seem to be, I mean, they're lined up along the top of the wall like they were before. Um, there, I mean, there doesn't seem to be anything out of the ordinary at first glance. You guys can make investigation checks if you like to check a little okay. more closely. Mine came out Cox. Can I roll again? Sure. Bria. 11. Flick. Mine's an 18. Okay, and Vizdira. Five. Okay, Vizdira's like, I think they're rocks. Um, <laughs> like rocks. They're <laughs> hard. Uh, so Flick, you, you really give them a good uh, checking over and sort of remembering what you can about, I, I don't know, what they looked like as they were about hurtling towards your pass. face. Yeah, uh, and they, they seem to be Totally fine, the boulders. Is the okay. wall itself fine too? Uh, we yeah, climbed you, up the wall, right? 
yeah, yeah, you would have had to to check the boulders. Um, and that all seems fine as well. So you all go down below to get to the rope bridge, and um, you all can make another set of investigation checks at the bridge if you like. That's better. Let's go opposite direction this time. So Vizdira. That's a three. <laughs> a three. Excellent. This might be a bridge. I have a negative one. Okay. <laughs> I also got a three. <laughs> and Rhea. Seventeen. So they're literally like they're checking the chasm itself. Um, <laughs> like what's down there? It's a big chasm. Right. Uh, Rhea, you see, however, um, so you remember that the bridge broke. Like, it came swinging from the side that you guys started on. So you start checking the connections there to see, like, where it broke on you guys before. And what you actually see are that is that there are, um, there are actually what look like on the ends of the rope. The rope looks pretty old. The rope itself looks exactly like you remember it. But what you see that you don't remember seeing before are these little, like extra loops of rope that seem to be sort of reinforcing or securing the near side of the bridge. So it won't fall. That's sort of what it looks like to you. Okay, I'm going to get rid of those. Okay. And I'm going to I'm going to do it. Um can I do it stealthily? Uh, so Bizdira doesn't notice. Oh. <laughs> sure. I want to give her the rope. Oh. Uh, that's a 24. All right. So she has no, she's busy looking <clears throat> down the precipice. So you get that rope, that extra rope off. And um, I'm going to uh, hold it in my hand. It's like little ropes, right? Yeah, it's just little, little uh, strips of rope that were cut to reinforce. I'm going to hold it in my hand and be like, this Dira. This Dira, look what I found, and be like terrified. <laughs> Give me deception check. Oh no. <laughs> 19. Okay, Miss Dira, she has something horrifying in her hands. Oh dear God. Uh Bazir's gonna pull out uh her fancy dagger. Her her plus one dagger and just be oh, like, what is it? <laughs> so now she's got her knife in your face, Bria. And I'm gonna um open my hands and throw it like um, when you open a can of the fake worm things. Like confetti. <laughs> yeah. No, like the, the you open yeah, a can of whatever and they're just fake snakes. Alright, so Bizdir, what do you do? Um, she tries to stab it. She's just like, It doesn't, I just want to see how you do, so I guess make an attack with the dagger. Let's see how this goes. Oh, no. That is a nine. <laughs> okay, so you're sort of slashing at the sky and the, and you finally, like, pieces of little cuts, what was already small rope, are just sort of uh, drifting down onto your face, you know, that sort of, like, stringy, the, the, the twine that was used to make the rope. Another kitty! And, uh, <laughs> and it just sort of falls down on you, and you realize what it was. As it as this sliced to hell rope comes falling down on you, and I'm gonna laugh and I'm gonna say that's payback, dead a year ago. <laughs> um, and Bazir's just gonna look her straight in the eye and say, "I do remember that I had a handprint on my face, and I can return the favor." <laughs> Slapper, do it! I got my blazing that's retaliation. Like, 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 oh, she does have the shield. 
She's going to say, she's not going to do it. She's going to pick up the rope and say, I'm making a friendship bracelet because we're supposed to be friends. Just to make her feel bad. Sister friends. Okay. Okay. Um, I actually, since we're down here, I want to go make sure that where I remember Rx and I, like, coming face to face for those potions is not blocked off in any way. Okay. Uh, you take a look, and, and it, it isn't. You're good. Cool. Yeah. Great. Great. All right. Done. Anything else for this evening? All right, so the next day you all get back to your little uh, hiding places up in the bleachers. Let's have another round of stealth checks to see how that goes. More for amusing oh. story points than for anything terrible. Gosh. Jeez, please. Oh, no. Uh, flick. 14. Maria. It's a 12 because I have a plus 7. <laughs> Six. <laughs> this year, they're going to stop letting you out. Adjusted so 20. So fucking bad. Evo. Uh, I have a 9. <laughs> okay, so I do think that somebody sees you, Kit. Um, so you're sort of going down and you just trip and fall as you're trying to get to your little hiding place. And I think a kobold, uh, sort of without thinking just sort of reaches down and like grabs you and helps you up uh and sort of does it like for the first moment like just sort of does it and doesn't really notice who you are and then sort of does a double take and looks back and um before they do their double take i have a question okay <laughs> did we short rest last night oh yeah you long rested after you guys did what you needed to do great when I when they see me the first time, I'm gonna immediately turn into a spider. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay, so they help you up, and they're like, "Oh, be careful!" And then there's just nothing in their hand, and they look. Around, and let's see if they see the spider. <laughs> no, they don't notice the spider. So nice. Uh, <laughs> Good job. Definitely nice. Two. So definitely not. <laughs> um, yeah. So they just sort of look around, and, and they. They sort of put their hand, and, and one of their friends that was with them sort of calls them over and like has, and they just sort of shake their head and continue walking to their seat. Does Kit get inspiration for that? Uh, no. <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure. She needs it. So, yes. She does. Take inspiration. Good lord. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Good grief. You're welcome. <laughs> Good grief. Uh, All right, then I'm uh, not going to do the thing that I was going to do. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so well, uh, get there, you get to your vantage point, and the trials begin. You see yourselves being taken to the door that will lead you to the wall. Dranks' party gets taken to a door that looks like it's going to lead them directly into that underground maze. And uh, the Thoughtful Three and Meepo get taken directly into that combat chamber where you know things oh, won't go wow. well for them. Yeah, they started there. They oh, never made it out. Poor wow. Yeah, it's not good. Um, so... Uh, they're there and you're watching. You can't really see Dranks' team for the first little bit because they're underground in the in the maze. Um, you guys are just a comedy of errors. Climbing up, falling down. <laughs> it takes you several minutes to even get partway up before the boulders start. The boulders start even falling. 
Um, eventually you start going up in the boulders and then Kit turns into a spider. It's a mess. Um, but you all know what happens over there and know that it's a little embarrassing. So uh, I don't know about Zebo, but the rest of you sort of are probably not so much focusing oh, on Oh, I'm that. totally watching and the whole time I'm going, oh, that looked like it hurt. Are you okay? You're, you're recall, fine. You're fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Flick just got pummeled by several boulders, as I recall. Just oh, like, two, three, uh, four. Oh, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the rest of you, though, are just are watching the Thoughtful Three and Meepo, and it is hard to watch. Um, you know, the the Ankeg doesn't isn't even there for the first several rounds of combat. It's just the Displacer Beast. The Displacer Beast like makes quick work of Hawks. Like it's not even a contest. The other three are sort of running around and trying to you know trying to throw things at it. And tra Varn is trying to actually Varn. Ah, okay, so. Varn is trying to uh, set like a little trap for the for the displacer beast as it's coming towards him, but the displacer beast is fast and he just can't get it set quickly enough. And the displacer beast takes Varn down, which let me have history rolls from the four of you guys. Uh, Kit. Well, that one was medium, so okay. a thirteen. Okay. Is Dira? Uh, that's a eighteen. Yeah. 20. And Flick. 14. So, uh, Bria and Bizdira, you both immediately remember that Varn was still up. Varn was still part of the combat. In fact, Varn was the one who distracted the Displacer Beast and allowed Oryx to have the time to get to you guys to give you the potions in the first place. Um, but you see Varn go down from the attack of the Displacer Beast, and Oryx just loses his mind. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Meanwhile, that's about the point that the Ankeg breaks up from the ground, uh, and poor, poor Meepo is going toe-to-toe -to -toe with this Ankeg, but it's not its not going super well for him. Flick, do you have anything that Remind you could me, heal well, Varn well, from that's what this I'm saying. far? What's the range of prayer of healing? Or, um, not prayer of healing. Healing word, I believe, is... Healing uh, word. If I'm not 30, mistaken. 30 feet. Ah, that's what I thought how, About how far away are we? Oh, it's quite a ways. They're in sort of the, the, the combat arena was quite a ways in, so it's probably oh, at least 150, 200 feet. Ouch. Yeah. Um, so you all watch that was my as first instinct too. Varn goes down. Can you, like, run down there to get closer? I mean, people will see yeah, without being is, is there any way to get closer, maybe around the edges where there aren't other kobolds? Uh, can I get... The trick is... Underneath the bleachers. <laughs> um, <laughs> damn. You can use the thing that Kit was talking about earlier. Yeah, that's what I was just looking up to see. Bria, you can't disguise anyone but yourself, right? Yeah. Okay. So, oh, sorry, Kit. Oh, I was just going to say, I... I I could cast Pass Without Trace on you. I would have to go with so, you. I was going to say you'd have to go with him, but yes. Yeah, but that's not that? Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, that's the only way we're going to get him up. We have to go now. Let's do it. All yeah. right. I'll cast so, it. Uh, so Kit pulls out her, uh, her... What is your focus? I never remember. So My quarterstaff? Quarter staff, quarter staff, quarter staff, right? That's right, you staff. Um, so she pulls out the staff and sort of uh, beats it on the ground and some of the, the runes light up. And uh, you both sort of coming out from Kit, there's just... It's not, a, it's not a darkness. It's just sort of the shadows are sort of enhanced around her and, and your eyes sort of slide away from where she is. 
um, and and Kit and Flick, you both feel uh, somehow lighter, as if as if your uh, your influence on the ground underneath you is is less. And you guys begin moving, and you don't make a sound, even where there is uh, sort of gravel and debris and sort of dust or whatever around. Uh, as you guys walk through it, you don't leave. <laughs> You don't leave any footprints or marks in the dust. Uh, so you guys can sort of head to get a little bit closer. And let's go ahead and have stealth rolls. Uh, I'm going to go with them unless they Great. tell me not to. All right. I can. Yeah. So uh, he'll be part of my. Great. Yeah. It's, a, it's, a, it's a big, big radius. Yeah. Yeah. It's a huge radius. Is that um, all right. Should we just all go then? If they I want would, to. I would stay behind. Well, I mean, I have good stealth, but. Well, here's the thing. So. Um, if everybody has to roll stealth, then it's rolled as a group stealth, right? Well, sort of. I mean, everyone gets a plus 10 bonus, so it's already still pretty good. Yeah. Right. So the fight is continuing, and it's not going well. Yeah. We'll need to quickly. Yeah, we need to go now. Yeah. Oh, my fucking God. So I'm going to use going, my inspiration. Okay, if you're going, go ahead and make a stealth roll. Uh, yeah. Nick, what'd you get? Um, it's, you said it's a plus 10? Plus 10 plus on top 10. of whatever 10. you already have. Yeah. Shit balls. Oh, Everything is terrible. That's a 28. <laughs> 28. Excellent. Ooh. Zebo. Oh, uh, thank tw- God. 27. 27. And yeah. Kit. Thank God. Uh, it's a 24. 24. Excellent. Okay. So the three of you, uh, Bizdir and Bria, are, are either of you going? I'll I... only go if Bria goes too. I'm going to go. I feel okay. like I should go. All right. So go ahead and make right. those rolls. We're going to fuck this up for everyone. Uh, it's plus 10. Plus, yeah, 10. plus 10. So plus 17. Seven. Yeah. Oh, yep. Yeah, and I got a 19. You're, okay. you're basically invisible. A lot. It's a lot. <laughs> what did you roll? I didn't hear any of that. Oh, I just asked what you rolled, because I want another number, because I'm curious. Oh, I, ju- I rolled a 7. Oh, well, it's a 24. It's not. <laughs> so 24, yeah. <laughs> All right, so you all head down, and nobody seems to clock your uh, your passage. You're able to get sort of to the edge of uh, of the sort of bleachers area, which is raised. If you try and get any closer, you're going to have to sort of go down, and you might lose line of sight flick. So right now, um, it sort of looks like Varn is still a little too far away for your healing word, but you can see Arx has run over to Varn and is sort of shaking him and trying to wake him up. Fortunately, Meepo has distracted the Displacer Beast at this point, so poor Meepo has these two creatures on him. And oh, uh, Arx begins to sort of drag Varn as if just trying to get him out of the uh, sort of middle of the arena. And fortunately, he's dragging him sort of towards you guys. Towards, great, So if he can make it long enough, uh, if Meepo can, can distract the Displacer Beast long enough for him to get close <laughs> enough, you may be able to do it. So let's see how Meepo does. Meepo takes this. Ooh, uh, Meepo takes this. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, yeah, I want to. I want to intervene a little bit. If we're inside 120 feet, absolutely. Uh, okay, then uh, Zebo will pull out his little pocket watch, cl- uh, click open the face of it, and click a button on the side, and you guys can see the hands that are ticking around suddenly slow tick. tick yeah. Tick. Okay. And so nice. he's going to cast slow on the Displacer Beasts and Ankheg. Yes. Nice. I love that. Nice. Yeah. All right. So, uh, so Meepo, okay. So Meepo then, that's probably, yes, that is very good. So Meepo takes a swing and, and he actually, like, he wasn't anticipating actually 
being able to hit the thing. He just sort of wanted to take a great big, like, overzealous swing to keep his attention. But much to his surprise, the Displacer Beast just doesn't move out of the way very quickly. <laughs> he just bashes the thing right on the nose, and the thing sort of lets out a yowl. Uh, and so that gives... Uh, enough time for Rx to sort of drag Varn sort of towards the edge of the enclosure and Flick, he's probably within your range now. Great, I'm going to cast Healing Word at second level. Excellent. Um, mm, that's 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7. So that's an extra 11. Okay, so uh, Varn, sort of his eyes, you guys can see his eyes sort of flutter and Rx just again, loses his mind all over again. And and you know that they have, like, you. I don't think you've done the thing yet, right? So they, like, aren't together yet, but Arix just throws his arms around Varn Aww. and like and and Varn sort of is obviously a little uncomfortable, but like also like you guys can see like a little hint of a smile. Uh but of course he doesn't want to admit that. Um, oh, but then he sort of that's sweet. <laughs> but he sort of uh, at that at that point, let's see. Uh, so at that point, though, Meepo sort of lets out a yelp as the Ankeg does manage to get a little bite on him. The Displacer Beast is still sort of very, like, his his tentacle things are sort of just, like, they're swimming through water and just has missed Meepo here and there from the slow spell. But the Ankeg does manage to get a hold of him, and, and Meepo sort of lets out a cry that catches Varn and Arix's attention, uh, and they sort of pull apart and, and continue on with that combat. We do need to make sure that they don't win this part of the trial. Right. And that things keep going the same way. That, that I mean, I don't think that doesn't look will. like it's in danger. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even with the slow and the healing words. That'll that'll yeah. that'll buy them time. It's yeah. Not, yeah, they, yeah, they need they need more help than I can give them from here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> totally. Yeah, bless the hearts. Um all right. Uh, I'm just going to get back to the order of worship here. Okay, so um, at this point, um, you all have... Oh, sorry. So Dranks' team has made it out into the combat arena at this point. So they made it across the bridge, but um, you may have caught... Well, you probably actually... You all were busy, so you probably didn't catch sight of this. But uh, they've made it out into the combat arena now, and they just look like they are the most excited. Like, now the, the girls pull their weapons, and they are just fucking ready to go. Um, you guys are, uh, have you made it past the wall yet? I think just <laughs> down, I think you just have made it down into the maze at this point. Uh, you're out of, you guys uh, 1.0 are out of y'all's view. Um, so you, uh, okay. Uh, so you all continue to watch. Um, combat does not go well. Meepo manages to last another couple of rounds. Uh, against the Displacer Beast and the Ankeg with uh, Varn and Arix's help, uh, but it isn't long before Meepo goes down as well, and that's about when you guys pop out of uh, from the bridge chamber and pop out into the um, into the combat corridor. I feel like that's foreshadowing with Meepo, <laughs> like us coming out and Meepo's like lifeless body on the Mangled ground. Body okay. Everybody make perception checks for me, please. Let's start with Flick. 15. Um, are you taking passive? Sure. I mean, I rolled well, but my passive's still better. 
Sure. Yeah. It's like 18. 18. Right? Yeah. 18. Yeah. Uh, 17. Okay. Zebo? Uh, 23. Nice. And Bizira? Also 18. Okay. So all of you notice, you see yourselves crawl out, and all of you notice uh, one of Dranks' girls uh, go down in their combat arena. Um, and let's have from the four of you, let me have history checks. Kit. 11. 17. Bria. I crit. And Flick. Uh, 12. Okay, so Vizier uh, and Berea, again, you guys clearly are the, the minds on this uh, past life. Uh, you guys don't remember any of Dranks' team being knocked out during the combat. You remember all four of them uh, leaving the combat chamber not long after you guys entered. Mm -hmm. Oh man, I gotta go heal her let's too. Let's go! <laughs> okay, let's go. Um... So you all start heading that way. Let's have another set of stealth checks. And uh, while you're doing that kit, uh, sorry, flick, flick, you're a little concerned because uh, something similar has happened here where um, the the cobalt that's down, the girl that's down in that arena is down sort of towards the center of the arena, definitely too far away from where you are unless somebody brings her to you. But we don't know if Dranks' team is really the type to do that. Um, so, uh, stealth's kit. Uh, 30. Jesus, Ms. Dira. 35, because I crit. Gods. Oh, you crit. All right. Zebo. Uh, you know, it's, it's pretty good. Pretty good. 23. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 23. And Bria. 37. Oh, <laughs> All right, so you all make it over there. Uh, but again, it doesn't look like they are doing anything to sort of head toward, you know, to bring her any closer. They're, they're just sort of ignoring the fact that she's down. The uh, Ankeg is already down, and they're sort of surrounding the Displacer Beast, but they're just ignoring the uh, downed comrade at the moment, the other three of them. Cambria, can you use your mage hand? I was going to ask that. It's not strong enough, right? I don't think she weighs more than five pounds. <laughs> Ooh. Um... Um, I don't have anything nifty like that, I don't think. Mm. I have some rope. Yeah, I think the one that's down is probably Tess, just because more foreshadowing. Um, we could, I could use my mage hand to rope her and bring her closer to us. How, how? That seems... With He's like a last and there's gonna be a rope between watching. the edge of the arena and the center of the Yeah, that that's inconspicuous. <laughs> totally. You said it was a wide range spell. I don't know. I, you're right. I, you're I, right. Do I, love, I do love that idea if like a thousand thousands of kobolds weren't watching us. <laughs> yeah. I'm like tempted to wild shape into something, but then they'll kill me. So no, thank you. <laughs> Um, I cannot think, uh, well, what we could, uh, no. Do you have, wait, can you, hmm, what about Goodberry? I don't, I didn't, I don't have it prepared. Didn't, didn't prep it. <laughs> no. Um, 
Oh, um, can if Kit does wild shape, can you she use healing hands while she's an animal? It's a good question. Hold, please. The next thing is, would pass without a trace still be a thing or not? Oh, well, Mm. yeah. I mean, pass without a trace, if it's concentration, which I believe it is, um, you can still be in animal form. Like, you can concentrate on spell when you're, um, when you you are wild shape. shape. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Sorry, I'm trying to look up three different things. Uh, Healing hands. Once per long rest as an action, touch a creature. It's not a spell. Because you right. can't still cast when you're wild shaped. It doesn't say anything about. I don't see why not. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, you could I, turn I into something can. really small yeah. and then go in, touch her, yeah. get her three hit points. Like a bat. I can't fly. I can't be a bat. Ah, oh, damn. Right. Um, <laughs> well, you could if you also used your radiant oh soul, but that's, that's a lot that's, of things that she would be very sprightly. Right. Um, <laughs> what if I. Oh, no, that's. They're all pretty slow, but it's fine. I mean, I think if you do the rat, I mean, that's probably the most. I mean, is that faster than a spider? The spider is 20, and so the rat is also 20. Shape she's going to turn into the uh, Dranks' team looks like they're getting very close to defeating the Displacer Beast. Uh, okay, I'm going to do spider because it's less likely that people will see me. Okay, I think. I love that. Mm-hmm. Now, so, as soon as she moves away from you, you guys will not have the, the benefit of Pass Without Trace. So which we'll I now to... realize is what you meant, Vizira, not concentration. Yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah we'll well, want we'll to hunker down. Yeah. Which is yeah. fine. All right, great. So you guys, I mean, you know, the Pass Without Trace helps you move from place to place, but you guys can find a hiding spot. You've been doing it for two days now, so I'm not worried about that. Right. Uh, all right, hide. so Kit scuttles down, and Kit, you get in there, and it's, it's kind of terrifying. You're very small. There are some very big creatures that are lying, uh, right as you sort of get down there uh, to the edge of their arena, the uh, Drank sort of lands the killing bow blow on the Displacer Beast, uh, and they sort of, the three of them sort of cheer, and they look to their fallen comrade, and Dranks just sort of shakes his head, and they begin running towards the exit, and you, Kit, are barreling, well, as, as much as a spider can, towards <laughs> uh, towards the fallen, uh, the fallen towards Tess, because we know her name now. Um, and uh, you get to her, <laughs> lay one little spider arm on her, uh, <laughs> and use your your healing hands. And uh, she sort of opens her eyes, and uh, she sort of calls out to them like, "What the fuck, y'all?" <laughs> That's my girl. And runs out. Uh, yeah, well done. And I'm gonna get out of there. Whew. Yeah, yeah, GTFO. All right. Uh, so they run on to the wall, um, which you see them uh, sort of climb without any trouble. You guys have some trouble. At this point, Arx has uh, has just passed. Once all of that is done, you look back and you see uh, Arx has just passed Bria the satchel of healing potions. Um, and, uh, yeah. You all Coolio. finish that and... Uh, just behind Dranks and Co., as as happened before. Mm-hmm. Um, Thoughtful Three does not fare well. They never do make it out of that combat chamber, but that's what was supposed to happen, so that's all right. Oh. wasn't pretty to watch, but um, you know now that they're not, in fact, dead. You all spent the next 12 hours or so worrying that they were dead, uh, but you know now that they're not. Um, 
and that sort of takes care of some weirdness in the uh, in the trial of strength. Cool. Oh, sweet. Oh, it seems like it all it all went well. Yeah, it went, yeah. Way, it went the way it should have. Mm-hmm. I think so. Oh, good. All right, one more to go. Now we need one, to find out who Farx is. Go. We got to find out who Farx is. Before we do that. We are going to take another brief little break. Before we take our break, it is time, y'all, to pick Yay. the winner of our review raffle. It is Yay. So uh, here we have all 25 of you who left written reviews for us on iTunes over the last 12 months as of 9 o'clock this morning. Mm-hmm. Um, we are going to... Uh, anyone, whoever wins today is going to win some cool uh, Last Refuge swag, like this shirt that you can't see me wearing that has our logo. Yeah, and says, oh, you're never going to see it. I'm not going to turn around, but it says happy gaming, y'all, on the back. Uh, and maybe a little something else that we might uh, toss into the box for you. Um, as it's D&D, we're not picking names out of a hat, but everybody has a number, 1 through 25. I'm going to roll percentile. Uh, I have a little list that has you uh, repeated four times to actually fill out all 100. So everybody has a 4% chance of winning based on the die roll. So we're going to roll this up and see who wins. And to all 25 of you, thank you so, so much for leaving us reviews. Please continue to encourage your friends to do so. It makes a difference in how visible we are on iTunes and how people can find us. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And here we go, rolling for the raffle. And the winner is number 59, which is not on that list. So I have to scroll down. <laughs> and uh, the winner is Jashabel. So Josh Bell gets congratulations the, uh, shirt. Thank you, Josh Bell. Congratulations, uh, Josh Bell. Thank you. As I recall, your uh, your review was rather complimentary of me. So thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, if you are watching right now, or if you listen to this later, we'll also send you. Uh, we'll try and get your message on Twitter or something. But drop us an email: dndlastrefuge at gmail.com so we can get your mailing. Uh, your mailing address so we can send this stuff out to you. Thank you so much, all of you, for leaving reviews. Please keep doing that if you haven't already. Encourage your friends to do that. We're going to take a quick uh, break. Probably it's a little later than I anticipated at this point in the story, so we're just going to take a quick five, and we'll be back in about five minutes to see who Farix is. See you shortly. All right, welcome back. Uh, a quick shout out before we get back to find out who Farix is. Uh, we had another person join us on the Patreon. Who's <laughs> dog? Sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> They're really excited. They're really excited about the fact that Sabria Alston uh, has also joined us as a patron. Uh, as a Shimmer Skilled Tribe leader, thank you so much, Sabria. Uh, and of course, everyone else who's joined us tonight, Nat, Antonier, and Robert. And to the two that are already joined us, Tanya and Ellie, thank you so much. Uh, for the rest of you, or if anyone you know wants to join us, uh, join our little circle of patrons. You can go to www.patreon.com slash dndlastrefuge to shine, to, to shine up. To uh, shine. This is a spot that you guys receive, so that is uh, the incorrect number of patrons and per month. We are actually super close already to meeting our first goal. Um, if Yay. we get, what is this? If we get about twenty-one more dollars pledged per month, uh, then we our first goal is to get that so that we can get new mics and recording equipment for everybody. That way, we never have to worry about Kit's crazy audio again. Uh, <laughs> that's, My that's, dream. So you guys are 
amazing. I sort of expected very little out of this. I decided we should do it just to see what happens. I never imagined that we would get that close to our first goal within three hours. You guys are seriously. Thank you yeah. so, so much. Yay! All right. Shall we? Yes. All right. Uh, enough uh, sentiment. Uh, enough uh, sentiment. Uh, back we go to the darkness. Um, okay, so you all know what happens with the next trial. And you yes. know that it's unusual. So, what's the plan? I well, think part of the plan is to tell poor Zebo what the fuck is happening. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, we basically went to sleep thinking that the trial would be the next day. And we were uh, awakened in the middle of the night by uh, Farix, who we've dubbed as Farix because we didn't really believe it was him. Um, and we're told by him that uh, basically information was leaked and that somebody was going to try and steal the Shimmer Scale, which is the, the symbol of the, the, um, of the, the tribe and uh, holds a bunch of magic. And it's basically like holds them together. And somebody was going to try and steal it. Mainly, I think it was Dranks, right? Somebody was yeah, going, yeah. Dranks yeah, was going to try and steal it. Dranks was going to go after yeah. it. And the, pr the problem there was not so much that he was going to steal it, but that Farix had heard that there is like Whoever a little yes, right. loophole in the rules of the, of the uh, trials. And anyone who managed to get possession of the scale uh, would automatically be raised to leader of the tribe, was what Farix told you. So then we figured out, Kit gave him a hug and realized it wasn't him. And then um, we <laughs> decided... It so odd. She <laughs> realized that there was something going on because what she felt and what she saw didn't quite match up. Right. And then... Um, hug her back. It was clearly not him. As he knew. And then we followed him. We decided, we figured that this would, was part of the trial. So we followed him to a room where it seemed like the Shimmer Scale was. Um, we looked inside and it was there. Yeah. Or what something that was, you know, yeah. similar to the Shimmer Scale was there. Right. At the time, you hadn't seen the real scale, so you thought that this was it. You really? realized afterwards that it definitely was. Mm -hmm. I think I looked in and I was like, yep, that's it, great. Okay. <laughs> um, and then we decided to stay, we sent him back. We decided to stay outside of the door um, to make sure that nobody... Asleep. Yes, I fell asleep on my watch, and then we yes. were awoken. Oh, In your defense, you all were very, very tired. Yeah, it was a long day. It's gotten the shit beat out of you by an Ankeg and a Displacer Beast. So. Uh -huh. I'm pretty sure this had something to do with somebody putting us to sleep, but we'll find out. <laughs> find out. All right, so how are you going to find out? Oh, good question. Um... Well, we um, should camp out near our room yeah. to wait for Farx. Okay. My only other thing with that is, should we make sure, because Dranks never showed up um, when we were waiting outside of the door. He never showed up. So should we make sure that they don't leave their rooms and show up? Because that might give them the same amount of points that we had. Right. <laughs> Um, did we know for sure that that was the only room, though? Because we know that Rx did something as well that fucked up their chances. But we, I mean, to the best of my knowledge, I don't remember that we ever actually found out what he did. But we do know that he was the only I one who received the info. 
Uh, we never officially got that, I guess. But I think it was I, very, it was fair to insinuate that he took, the, because we because we did find out that that was the trial. And I think the trial was like, did you take the Shimmer scale or not? Or is that just me insinuating No, that? no, I think that you're right. But the question is, do we think that he did go and get the Shimmer scale? Because we didn't see him at the place we were guarding, which would mean oh, that there are right. three different rooms. And Or it was like three different times in the night. Yeah. Or right. something like, you know. Mm -hmm. Well, should we keep, should we like all split off and each keep like a separate watch? Okay, wait, uh, I'm a little confused. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's okay. Sorry, so did, Sorry you, Zemo. did you ever know exactly what the trial was? Was it, was it to. The, oh, no. Oh, did we not get to that part? <laughs> no, we did the not. The trial no. was essentially to see like what our leadership. Uh, we weren't allowed to leave the room, and so what our leadership decision would be if it would if we would break the rules in order to protect, do what we thought was best to protect it or whatever. So, um, there were several possible outcomes. One was yeah. that you took the scale, which of course didn't look favorably upon you. One was that you ignored it because tradition says that you're not allowed to leave the room, which was sort of uh, well, it was all dependent on Akashak. Akashak is the, the leader who ultimately decides, right. but that was sort of his like neutral possibility. And then there was the possibility that you all would go and try and stop anything untoward from happening so that the fair trial could the trial, right, could happen the next day. And that was sort of the the favorable solution uh, yeah. as far as Kashak was concerned. Got it. And yeah. that's that's the outcome y'all you, you you went with you. Uh, yes, right. That's the outcome that we went with, and uh, at yeah. first we thought we were in really big trouble. Yeah, they did. It was great. Then we thought we were in really big trouble, and then we ended the episode, and then we came back in the new episode. And we won. So, oh, well, that's, 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 that's just a that's just a it was dramatic. Crazy. That's a dramatic episode break. All right. Um, yeah. So it sounds like we're we good at those ladder sure, hangers. We want to make sure that this this Farex fellow uh, make sure that they come to to get you because mm -hmm. that that sounds like that's the trial. If someone stops them, the, the trial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess it doesn't matter I what guess, the other. I guess I'm just a little. Yeah, I guess I'm just a little confused well, as to how like we should interject or not. Like how we should. The other people. You know, right. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, if if. If things go the way that we remember, like a Farks comes to us and we realize the next day, like, okay, well, you know, Drenx did whatever Drenx did and Arx did whatever Arx did, you know, should we actually interfere or should we just try to figure out who Farks? I think we should just focus on us. Okay. Yeah. Works okay. And make sure he shows up. Yeah. All right, so the plan is to watch 1.0's chambers and make yeah. sure this, this fellow shows up? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, good. That's wonderful. All right, fantastic. All right, so you head down to your chambers. Uh, you know, you've made your way down there without being detected several times, so it's just a matter of getting around that corner and staying quiet back there. Um, great. Uh, so, uh, let me think, let me think, let me think. Okay. Uh, anything that you all are doing other than setting up like you have for the last couple of uh, couple of nights in a in a blind turn around this time nearest to y'all's chambers, just right. sort of on the other end from where you've been the other nights. But <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you will set up there and um, wait. And how are you watching? Are we sending uh, Are we sending Downey to uh, to watch down the hallway again? 
Cooking Danny's a good choice. I like it. If, if you like that method, we can do that again, no problem, sure. I love right, Commander Danny. Any excuse to Danny back out. All right, I will. Uh, I will conjure Downey back up again. Again, a little burst of feathers. Woof, and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I love it. And he kind of uh, like uh, like awkwardly flutters down into my palm, like he just sort of dropped out of wherever he was. Great. <laughs> and I'll send him. Yeah, <laughs> send him down the hallway. Sort of like, hey, Joe. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> I'll uh, I'll toss him off into the air, and he'll send down the hallway. All right, fantastic. So he, you know, gets into his little his little perch, and he watches. And uh, time passes, and it's like that first night. I mean, it's and you all sort of you anticipated this for the first little while. You knew that you'd gotten there well in advance of when you remembered being woken up, so you knew there would be some waiting. Uh, but time passes, and time passes, nothing passes. You don't see anyone. Johnny doesn't see anything, and at this point, it's getting real close to the time where Barrix came to get you guys, uh, and nothing. Is there, uh, is there still a sentry at the door? There is, yep. Okay. Larry, who isn't Larry? He was, he was knocked out. He was not, yeah, you all heard, that's sort of what alerted you in the first place, was you heard, some of you heard him being knocked out. Right. Huh. Um, and, and you wait, and you're starting to get Bria. into It's been a while, but you all don't remember, uh, you all don't remember it taking this long. Nobody's there. Nobody's so there. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll pop Uh-oh. out of my little, my little census trance. I'll say, I, I don't, I don't see anybody coming. Uh, thoughts? I think. Are uh, you supposed to disguise self? I, I suspect that uh, that someone um, may have waylaid whoever was supposed to come get you. Bria, me? Why is everyone uh-huh. saying Bria? Because she's well, the only one thinking, that can disguise herself. Or if somebody like some sort of like are we thinking somebody a like stopped the other how, dude? How or tall is Bria? Farex. Bria's pretty right. tall. Like, are, what what race is Bria? Uh, she's a, an Azamar. An Azamar. All right. So so strange, otherworldly, beautiful human. Right. <laughs> oh, you're, you're you're not gonna pass for a kobold. There's just no way. Hmm. You say, th- yeah, I, th- I think, I think whoever Farex was, uh, someone stopped them from from coming to to mm-hmm. raise you. Yeah. Uh, this this is not good. Do you do you have, have any to, means? We have to make sure that we get known. It could. Uh, sorry, no, I can't. What could it be? Hmm. We have to go check the other rooms. Yeah. Do you think? How, mu- how much time do we have? Um, I mean, at this point, like, it, it feels like Farix should should really be here, if not now, very quickly. So not not long. All right. Uh, well, I have, I have one one trick up my sleeve I might be able to pull to help. Uh, but this is this is a one shot. If it doesn't work, I've got nothing else. We'll have to come up with something stupid. <laughs> yeah. That's, oh, wait a we're, that's what we're best at. <laughs> if it's not stupid. Right. Uh, okay. Uh, then I guess Zebo will uh, reach up to the kind of the collar of his robe where he has a little pin that just kind of blends into the embroidery for the most part. It's a little uh, golden brass. It looks like a, a comedy mask. Uh, 
So like a laughing mask with these gears behind it. And he'll like start cranking one of the gears and it ratchets almost like a music box. And then they start to, to click and whir. And he concentrates for a moment, pulls out the notebook and looks at the drawing, the excellent drawing that Bria did of Farix and starts concentrating on that to make himself that. Ooh. Great. That's so what? All right, so yeah, he uh, he probably grows about six inches and uh, fills out, you know, uh, to the whopping cobalt muscles over his bony ass old gnomish <laughs> frame, and uh, yeah, we'll we'll take on that form. All right, what 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 color is he supposed to be? This is this is just ink. <laughs> oh my god! So he uh, so Farix is well. Apparently now in it is canon that Farix is sort of that uh, or Arix rather is sort of that. Uh, greenish browny type colors. So. Okay, yeah. So as they, I'll ask them quick, quick, describe what what color is scales. Yeah. Oh wait, it was he's supposed to look just like and the he guy I saw. Just like Arix, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh no, I talked to him. Oh, that's fine. And I'm supposed to look. <laughs> he's supposed to look beat up, right? Right. Okay. Uh, then I'll do. Yeah, I'll do like the the bruise and the bloodied lip and all that stuff. Okay. Amazing. <laughs> How do I look? <laughs> What? Oh my god. He looks remarkable. All right. Um, okay. So we just have to like tell you everything. Yeah. Um I is I'm there do you like, have any sort of like invisibility that we could stand next to him and like whisper in his ear what to say next, right? Uh, I don't know. We would have um, noticed that in the room. There's no way that you can leave Downey with us and we whisper to Downey, right? Uh, uh, yeah, but then I'll be, then I'll be, <laughs> he'll be blind. Yeah, then he'll be blind. Do you have to I'll, do both? I don't remember the spell. Do you have to do both at the same you, time? I believe you have to do both. Hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think, I think I know the gist and I can just maybe wing it, but, uh, uh, actually, since Bria apparently has all these journals, since they're Terrence notes. Um, I can give you the gist. Um, so he has, he comes in and basically is like, I shouldn't be here. So he tells us that. And then he says, but I found out a couple different things. I found out where the shimmer scale is. We already told you that he, um, said that he, that whoever holds it gets Right. The power over becomes it. The, um, yeah, becomes the yeah, leader. You become, yeah. you become the leader of the tribe. Right, right, right. And then mm -hmm. uh, that uh, Dranks, was it? Yeah. Was, was going was, to steal it? The Dranks knows all of Possibly, this and is going to yeah. steal it tonight. Uh -huh. and, and that will circumvent the trial in loophole. Yes. Yeah. And right. then he basically, um, we, we say we need to talk. So he's like, that's okay, but you need to like make the decision quickly. Um, right. He goes outside and then... We talk, we come back out, we follow him, which means that you are going to have to follow Kit again as a tiny spider or something. Okay. That's no problem. And then... Does that mean that we, we took a short rest today? Yeah, so I don't think you guys could have... I don't think there was time for a long rest because it still is the same night, but a, a short rest, I guess. Right. Beautiful. I think the biggest thing that needs to happen is you get us there, um, and then you... Uh, he tried to try to leave, but the biggest thing that needs to happen is you need to say um, something. He need, he's going to try and tell us to take it. Yeah. 
Yeah, he tells us to take that's it the big thing. because he says and he we thinks say it's no. the best thing, and we say no. That's not how these trials actually work. That's the okay. Thing that's so I want you to like take it for safekeeping. Is that is that the plan? Whatever. Uh, basically, so you want us to, to become win. the leaders. Uh, yeah. Oh. You're trying to convince us to take it so that we become the leaders of the of the tribe. Mm -hmm. All right. Mm -hmm. Okay, I can do that. We have, and do you know how he talks? A little bit. Very Great. similar to Zemo, actually, with like when yeah, you do the awkward is, laugh and stuff, which is so perfect. It's it pretty close, actually. I, I'm, not, I, I, I'm, not, I'm not sure what you're referring to. <laughs> just a little bit. <laughs> just a little less gravelly. Oh. <clears throat> I'll try. <laughs> oh, my God. Love it. Oh my god, I love it. Okay. Okay. Uh, oh shoot. All right. So uh, okay. I think. So oh, no, wait. Do I, do I have to knock out a, a guard? Yeah. No. <laughs> oh boy. All we right. gotta do that. <laughs> wait. So can you just maybe can someone distract and like one of us do it? Like Bizdira, can you just like kick him upside the head? Oh yeah. yeah we just need him to be knocked out. Yeah. Just. Oh wait, it. no. Rx said that he gave him a sleeping draft, but we don't have that, right? No. Okay. So never mind. <laughs> what well, you said you heard someone getting pummeled, right? Mm. You, mm -hmm. heard, you heard him pass out. Hit the floor, yeah. Hit the floor. Yeah, yeah. Right. Okie doke. <laughs> <laughs> this is amazing. All right. Uh, before you, before we knock I'm him out, can we like... ask him his name? I'm sorry, what? Before we knock him out, can we ask him his name? Uh, sure. No problem. So yeah, Amarix, uh, aka, aka Zebo. Will you ask him his name, please? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No problem. Thank you. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, so all right. Who's knocking him out? What's the actual plan to get him knocked out? I mean, you know, I could just cold cock him if you want, but uh, <laughs> I don't. Yeah. I mean, if you want, yeah, if you want to. Yeah, I mean, or if I you want this deer to like sneak up behind him and just go. That'd be best. Yeah, yeah. let's do that. So, Bizdira, you want to sneak up? I will do my best. <laughs> oh, you know, Farx, Farx will, oh, oh boy. Farx will draw out a tiny little dagger and he'll be like, well, you know, I could try, but I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta tuck that away. It's a little, it's his little like spell component pairing knife. It's not even like yeah. dagger. It's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 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 All right, Miss let's, let's have that so uh, what I'm going to try to do is I'm essentially going to try and help her stealth because Great. I'm going to go up and talk to the guy and kind of distract him. Absolutely. Sure. Do I get advantage? advantage? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Awesome. But this guy has to be anticipating okay. that someone is coming, right? Like what? he had to have been told by Koshak that someone was coming tonight. If he was in on it. Yeah. So, Bizdira, what'd you get? 11. Uh, great. So, I don't know if he notices you. Hold, please. <laughs> he does not. Okay, great. Um, all right, so, so uh, Zebo Farix is uh, chatting him up, and you manage to get behind him. As as Zebo Farix comes up, uh, the uh, escort cobalt sort of stands up straight and, and sort of nods uh, at you, sort of like almost almost sort of bows to you. Okay. Uh, and sort of nods. Does he look like he's expecting me at all, or is it just like he's kind of 
just uh, snapping to attention. Give me an insight check, actually. Sure. We can do an insight. Uh, ooh, yeah, that's going to be a whopping mighty four. <laughs> he, <laughs> he looks, I mean, he doesn't look terrified of you. Okay. I, I mean, yeah, he doesn't. Uh, he, doesn't he doesn't look like, okay, it's time for me to lie down and play dead. Yeah. Not particularly, <laughs> no. Okay. All right. Well, then I'll walk up to him and I'll, okay. I'll, I'll uh, talk in draconic. I'll speak okay. in draconic and I'll try to try to do the voice that I heard earlier as best I can, which was kind of a, a soft, softer voice that uh -huh. Rx was using, as I recall. Uh, so I'll walk up and I'll, I'll kind of stop and almost do a double take and, and be like, I'm sorry, what, what, what was your name again? Uh, and he sort of looks <gasps> confused. And he says, actually, make me a, I don't know, deception performance. Oh, Lord. To, to imitate Farix. I don't know, one of those. <laughs> oh, Lord. Uh, I a, think there's six one half dozen the other for you. So. That's a gentleman six. <laughs> <laughs> he looks confused and he says, you know my name. But also, what happened to your voice? Because you're let me know when I, you're doing anything. I'm going to hit him now. <laughs> Okay. Too much whiskey. We'll <laughs> never know. We'll never know. Uh, 18 to hit? Yeah, that gets him. <laughs> it dramatically fits. You're not trying to kill him, but just knock him out, right? No, yeah, yeah, just knock him out. All right. Four, six. Okay, so that is enough to knock him out. And as he falls, um, you know, it does the nice thud that you all recognize, and the, the three of you that are back there are like, yeah. Um, but Bizdira, you hear a little clink. And uh, as he falls, and out of his pocket rolls a little vial of liquid, and you recognize it because Kit <laughs> and Arx have both had them before. It's sleeping potion. <laughs> yeah, definitely take it. <laughs> so what? Was he just gonna like coincidentally drink it? <laughs> yeah, I think we just dump it down. I think, <laughs> dump I it think away. we have to. Yeah. I mean. He's he's out. He ain't getting he's, out. Yeah, he's out. <laughs> Got the same result. He's out. All right. So uh, I'll uh, I'll just kind of uh, look at uh, look at Bizdira and then just like motion to the door and I'm going in. Yep. Okay. Go All right. So I uh, I open the door and slip inside. So well, you knocked on it. Yeah. Oh, I knocked on it. All right. <laughs> or something. Bizdira's like, ow! Oh! <laughs> <laughs> All right. I knocked. Like, ah! Uh, okay, and you can hear from the inside. Uh, well, actually, no, you don't hear anything from the inside because I, I believe uh, that uh, Flick did very well on his stealth roll to get to the door and, and listen outside. Um, yeah, for once. <laughs> and uh, a a one-year younger Flick opens the door. Uh, and hey! Is, and he sort of jumps away from the door uh, as he sees you there. Uh, and, you know, you look just a mess. You're all beat oh, yeah. up images and you can hear you can all hear Vizdira's voice from the inside go Tranks No uh quick let me in uh, And you're supposed to go inside and shut the door. Yeah I said I said, I said quick let me in. Yep. Yeah. Alright if they uh, let me in I'll I'll head so, inside. So in you go and the door is shut uh and just before we, we begin this fun little romp uh what are the four of you outside doing? Oh God! Praying, praying. to Zemir. Yeah, <laughs> but Kit needs to be on the ready as a spider, right? Yeah. To lead him. Yeah. Ooh, no, it's too late. What? 
I was thinking, what if I was a spider with him, and then I could bite him if he was doing things wrong? <laughs> you can get under the door. Do it. Give a little tickle. I will allow that to be retconned in. If oh, Lord. I love it. Oh, no. Do it. Oh, so I was thinking about this when you were a rat, but you know in Ratatouille where he grabs the hair and makes him do things? Yeah, like oh, he, I thought about that too. Oh, God. oh man. <laughs> Do it, do it. I mean, like, all right, so there's I'll a spider crawling a spider. on me. Do it as a spider. All right, so there's a spider on you that you are aware is there. Like like back on my neck or something like that? Yeah. Under the collar? All right. Okay. Okay, okay so I'll, uh, I'll go so in. You, you come in and Flick says to you, uh, Flick says to you, Arx, what are you doing here? There's, uh, there's something terrible is happening. Um, someone is going to try and steal the shimmer scale. <gasps> I'm so nervous. Thank you. <laughs> huh? And so, uh, so, all right. So I'll give him a reassuring <laughs> run yeah. of the tentacle. Yeah. <laughs> Not a tentacle. His, his eyes will just go. <laughs> 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 uh, so, what's, what's going on? What's wrong? Uh, uh, there's... There's an old, uh, it's a loophole in, in the trials. If someone takes the shimmer scale, they bypass the trials and they become the leader of the tribe. And well, drank. Part of me what? really wanted you to call it the shimmer tail. Anyway, go on. Oh, <laughs> shimmer tail. They've said it enough that I've got it. They've, uh, they, uh, Dranks, Dranks it is. I, I don't know how he found out, but he knows this. And I overheard him. He's planning to steal it. You've got to come and stop him. And you can't have him being leader of the tribe. And Flick says, are we going to get in trouble for this? What, what, would you rather he become the leader? Uh, and they all sort of look at each other, the four of them, and they sort of shake their heads. They're not, I don't, I don't, you all, so this is a little off script, so you all tell me what you're doing. Mm -hmm. Well, tell us what we uh, did. Right no, ass, tell me what you're doing. Went into the, I, I doubted immediately that it was him, and so Kit then hugged him. That's there. what happened right after this. <laughs> there you go. Okay, so they, they all sort of shake their heads then, Farx, Farx, Zeb, Zeb, Zeb. We're running out of time. They don't want drinks to be the leader either. They're going to be moving soon. Um, and so uh, you can see they all, uh, Kit and Bria sort of look at each other, um, and uh, Kit sort of to herself almost says, this is the trial, isn't it? <laughs> uh, and uh, Kit gets super suspicious and so she comes up and she just sort of out of the blue which is still on par with what happened before just sort of gives you a great big hug and a pat on the back so he'll just kind of oh okay alright we're, we're uh, doing this and, <laughs> and spider Kit runs up his neck to get out of the way of the backpack yep Yep, yep, yep. Uh, 2.0 kit, give me a, uh, you knew it was coming, give me a dexterity save with advantage. Oh, man. With advantage? Well, thank God. Well, actually, no. Uh, ooh, where are you? Uh, 13. Okay, so you're, you knew it was coming, so you scramble up his neck into his hair a little bit and get out of the way of the padding. <laughs> that would have been fun. Size kit tumbling out of him. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can explain that. <laughs> <laughs> he 
It's an uh, illusion. Uh, <laughs> all right, so uh, so she sort of turns around and, and gives Bria a little look, but none of them sort of say anything at the moment. All right, so I'll just sort of motion toward the door. Quick, we've got to move. And Flick starts towards you and is like, yep, we totally have to do this. And Kit grabs him and goes, uh, I need to speak with you three for a minute. Rx, one moment, please. All right. And he'll just sort of impatiently shuffle his feet and, and look toward the door. Okay. And oh, Flick sort of says, uh, what? And Kit switches to Celestial and starts talking to them, which you can understand. And she's saying, and I don't think that's, of course, uh, Farrex doesn't, but she says, <laughs> She's sort of saying, I don't, I don't think this is really him. I think we need to talk about this. And Flick sort of finally clues into what's going on and uh, says to you, uh, uh, Farg Zebo, uh, give us time to discuss what information you've given us. How about you uh, go back and, and try not to get caught? I mean, I, I have to take you to where the, to where the scale is hidden. You'll, and, you'll have to follow me or you'll never find it. And Bizdira says, well, can't you just tell us where it is? You've seen these tunnels. Do you Practical. think you can follow those directions? This is amazing. This I mean, is, yeah, yeah, this is <laughs> this, this is, is like dead on. I, wow. I have I'm, not pre-watched really, the episode. No, so yes, I, I am just... super, super impressed. This is magic. Uh, like we actually are time traveling right now. <laughs> yeah, we are. Yeah. Like, uh, so Bizira <laughs> goes, okay. Um, and Bria says, that's fine. And Flick goes, yeah. And so they sort of usher you towards uh, towards the door. Okay. Yep, I'll go. So you go out and shut the door behind you, and they have a little uh, confab back there. What are the four of you doing now that uh, this is sort of the intermission for this performance and Zebo Farix is back outside? I'm going to so peek I... around the corner. Thumbs up. <laughs> 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 It'll just kind of like glare, like what the fuck is wrong with you? When they start thinking around the corner. <laughs> uh, so he'll just kind of he'll kind of lean on the wall like he's not feeling very well, and kind of gingerly touch at his bruises and put his arm up there so the spider can crawl onto the wall so he can follow her. Oh, really good. Yeah. Yay. Really nice. Yay. All right. So. Um, oh man. You guys talk about it. Uh, the door opens again. Oh. Uh, um. Yes. You need to tell us that Dranks and his team, that you found out something else, Dranks and his team finished a lot earlier than we did. Oh, um, oh yeah. So mm. you need to tell us that, and then that's one of the reasons that we fought, we decided to oh. follow. Because <clears throat> so basically they're ahead of you in score? Yeah, they, they probably are. We're All not right. sure, but they probably are. Got it. All right, so the door opens again. Uh, and there, uh, Bria is standing there, and she turns. She like looks outside, and she spots the cobalt that Bizdira cold cocked, mm -hmm. and she goes, "Did you do that to Larry?" <laughs> Larry? Oh, uh, I, I gave him. I gave him a sleeping draft. He's fine. He'll wake up in a few hours. And they all sort of nod, but they're not. They're still not super sure about coming with you. Uh, so, so he'll kind of look up and down the hallway and say, "We really need to get moving." Uh, Dranks and his people finished so far ahead of you in the last trial. Uh, it, this is this is going to cinch it if they get the scale. Um, and so uh, I believe it's Flick. Yeah, Flick says, uh, "Let's go." I guess. <laughs> uh, make a perception check, Zebo, since they didn't okay. tell you about this a little bit. Well, I got a 24. 
Fantastic. So you notice that as you begin walking, uh, Bria pulls a dagger and just sort of hides it next to her because she's not real sure what's happening. Bria 1.0 pulls a dagger. Um, so you're leading with, actually, Kit 2.0 is leading. Um, and right behind you then is Flick, followed by uh, Flick 1.0, followed by Kit 1.0, followed by Bria, followed by Bizdira, sort of in a line. Um and uh oh man are we gonna follow yeah that was my next question uh are you guys gonna follow um i think very far behind okay. to the point where like you wouldn't even make us make a stealth check yeah i mean you guys know where you're <laughs> <laughs> master of the metagame good. Bria. Good. just on the other side of the check that's how far back yeah <laughs> That's fine. You guys know where you're going, so it's it's fine. Um, all right. So, uh, Kit, you lead, and it takes, if you remember, it, it's about a 15-minute walk. It's quite a ways down there. Um, and you get to the hallway that had the sort of little uh, small rooms off of either side, and uh, Zebo Farx, uh, Kit sort of leads you right up to one of them. And... Uh, and shows you yeah which which is the room okay. and they all stop and flick before you can say anything like once you've stopped and sort of indicated the door flick immediately uh insists that you uh go inside barrels first. right on in one to go that you'd be the first one to go in sure sure yeah i'll open the door and go in okay mm -hmm. um so the yeah that's what happened <laughs> <laughs> oh my god so uh, it's magic the door and uh and they're all still. They all sort of wait outside for something to happen. Come on. You know, just kind of look around nervously. So uh, Flick uh, peeks into the room, and Zebo Farks. You can see in this room. Um, you can see in the room. It's about a twenty by ten foot room. Uh, there's a little stone pedestal on the far side, and there is a, a sort of concave star, like four-sided concave uh, item sitting on there and sort of glowing faintly uh -huh. uh, and uh and you can hear you just hear Bria outside uh she's trying to be quiet but doesn't really do a very good job of it and you hear her go should we lock him in let's lock him in <laughs> <laughs> i did want to lock you in <laughs> i wanted it really bad <clears throat> um and Flick says, uh, so he, he sort of comes in and he sees it as well. And he says to you, well, uh, now that you've seen it, why don't you run along back to your quarters and we will uh, stay here and guard. And uh, make a make a perception check for me, Zebo. Whoa, that's a 25. Not All right. So you see Bria like vigorously shaking her head back and forth, like trying to not let you see it. But like she's like, no, to Flick. And uh, Flick goes, I mean, on second thought. <laughs> and there are just, like, crazy eyebrow communications. Uh, <laughs> okay. So while this is going on, I'll just sort of pretend not to notice. And I'll say, yeah. I, I don't know when they're going to come. You should take the scale. Take it now before they show up. And If you do it, you can claim leadership. And Bria comes up to you, and she puts both hands on your shoulders, mm -hmm. and she looks you right in the face, and she says, do you remember what she said, Bria? Um, something to the effect of, if 
Uh, no, it was so eloquent. I don't want to ruin it. I did such okay. a good job she the says, first time. So she, you did. She says to you, sort of very seriously, she says, uh-huh. if Dranks and his team were really meant to win these trials, then they're the people who should be leading the Kobolds. Blink, blink, blink. <laughs> <laughs> Kit, did I you mean... crawl back on him at any point during this? Uh, sure. I'm just curious. <laughs> Just hanging out. Uh, so yeah, so she's just looking you in the eye after having said that and tried to like, you know, shame you a little bit. Sure. I, I don't remember if I told you what to do. Yeah, you, um, you, I'll... Haven't you? I'm going was, to reassure you. It's okay. Right. Blinking <laughs> is the right move. You're right. Yeah. You just yeah. feel a little tap on the back. Yeah, of just, sort of, just sort of bewildered by that for a moment. Like, ah, uh, uh, have you seen them? <laughs> I mean, that's very in character for Oryx. <laughs> it's very, but it's not right. And I'll give him a little yank on the back of his hair. <laughs> not that Oryx has hair. Pull on a scale. Give him a bite. Um. <laughs> Uh, but she just she just sort of stands there staring. Uh, are we close enough at this point? I think you would have come up at this point. But remember, some I'm, of you are still 1.0 versions of you guys are still out in the hall. I'm going to use Mage Hand to tug on him to be like, it's time to leave. Okay, I will buy that, sure. So you feel okay. like a gentle tug on the back of her. All right. Well, I'll just kind of look around, shake my head, and say, I think you should take it. I think you would make the better leaders, and I'll just sort of leave. And uh, <laughs> I'm gonna pull harder, like no. <laughs> yeah, like all right. year one point oh says, I think that's a. As you're leaving, she says, I think that's a, a good thing to do. Well, all right, I'll shut the door. And right, you head back out, and you all are sort of able to to back and leave the area, and that went remarkably well. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. man. Boy. Oh heavens, child! Oh. All right, uh, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know if it um, if it worked so much, but uh, they're in there, so that's that's good. <laughs> and now I want to watch to see who puts us asleep. Who puts yeah, me asleep? Yeah, I do too. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you guys sort of sit there and watch, and Vizier uh, takes her watch, and she's looking drowsy. You all have been through it, but she manages to stay awake. She wakes you up for your watch, Bria, and uh, as far as you can tell, you just. You just fell asleep. (laughs) (laughs) You just fell asleep. (laughs) You went unconscious like three or four times, I think, during that combat earlier. Like, it wasn't. Oof. You tired, girl. You just. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Bad. It was rough. Um, Okay. Anything else? No. I think that's it. At this point, if that's all, that is the end of the trials. And as far as you know, uh, you've managed to keep things on track pretty well. Um, ultimately, Zevo, you know that the only real way to be able to test it is to to go back. To go back. And if you all still exist when you get back, it probably went okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Then, uh, then I guess you know when we'll we'll get back to our hiding place or whatever. He'll uh, sort of stop the gears on the pin, and they'll just kind of doing, and this little broken spring noise, and all the gears will fall off the back of the pin. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of, 
All right. Uh, and then he kind of shape, shifts back into himself. Well, um, so uh, if that was all of the trials, then I, th I think we're done here. And all that's left is to go home. And if, uh, you know, we all we actually don't disappear, up, then it probably worked. Yay. Here's hoping. You're, you're Here's ready? hoping. <laughs> ready for it? Yes. Yes. All right. Let's so go. He'll, he'll reach down to the belt buckle and flip it back over. All right, and you all feel that sort of uh, reverse tug in your bellies, and everything goes dark, and you never regain consciousness, and everyone dies. Oh, okay. <laughs> what a bummer! What a um, no, you all deflate the balloon, and uh, you know your stuff is still. Some of your stuff is still strewn about. You're back outside. Uh, it is early morning. You can hear the river Ashrog just a little ways out of view, calling to you all. And uh, it seems like you make back. Okay. Does Flick have the Shimmer Scale? Flick has the Shimmer Scale. We did it. Still got the Flame Shield. Hey, that's a thing. That's a thing. <laughs> that's a thing. That's a thing. That's, that's the one from the room, right? <laughs> the Shimmer Scale, yeah. Much nicer, the real one. Oh, oh yeah, I see. It's not well, the real one. That was a decoy. <gasps> that was a decoy? <gasps> a decoy. <laughs> Yeah. It, was, it was a pretty good one. Pretty good one. Well, uh, you're all you're all still here. I'm still here. So so it looks like we done good. <laughs> I think so. Fantastic. Hey, thanks, Zebo. Oh, yeah, I'm gonna yeah, yeah. hug him. Okay. Oh, hello. Yeah, it's so nice. I think we should do a group hug. We pick hug. him up and then group just like hug. group him yeah. in our, ah. our bosoms. Yeah. With Downy, <laughs> with Downy. Yeah, and pet Downy. This deer is gonna play with his beard. All right, fine. Too. So he'll start, he'll blush all the way up to past his eyebrows. Oh, oh this is what, yes, okay, all right. It's kind of patting oh, everyone. All right, yeah, it was, thank you. Yes. Like, madam, madam, madam. I'm not a boy. I'm not yes. a man. I'm a boy. No, I'm not. <laughs> We're oh, God. Okay, with that lovely scene of a group hug with Zemo, he's just flushing to his eyebrows, and the poor bird is looking very long-suffering as you sort of stroke it. <laughs> uh, I think we are going to stop there for this week. Yay! You thank you so much for listening, watching this very special anniversary episode of The Last Refuge. I cannot tell you what it means to all of us that you are here uh, and, and watched with us and have been with us through this whole year. Um, be sure to listen next week to find out what the party does as they continue on a few days later to the Yuan-Ti stronghold to try and procure the third and final key. Uh, we'll have another episode as normal dropping next week. Um, I'm going to try and get this out in audio form onto the podcast feed as soon as I can. I'm going out of the country in a few days, so it might be about a week or so, but I'll do it as quickly as I can. Um, oh, you guys, we need a word. <gasps> oh! How do we Have we used adventurous? It would be adventurous. Let's find out. Hold on. I don't think that we. We should just have. use Zebo because Zebo is like. Oh, it would be yeah. Zebo. Yeah. It would be, it would be like. Okay. It would be like so Zebo. It she would could be like Zebo. Right. So, so this is the thing that we do uh, in all of our outros. We change the word every week. So right, this right. week, it's 
experience. If you enjoyed your listening and watching experience, it would be Zebo if you could leave it for review on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you download your podcast from. Seriously, it does make a big difference. Thank you to all of you who have done that so far. Congratulations again, Jashabelle, for winning the raffle um, this week. We do have a new review to read this week that I don't want to forget. This review, hey. if I can... It is from, here it is, Mikey Scene. It says, it will rope you in. I'm already mad. <laughs> Mikey C, you're my Art hero. Now. Having just started on season two, I can confidently say that The Last Refuge is well worth your time. And five stars. Nice plug. Thanks, Mike. The podcast is a patchwork of beautiful storytelling, immersive role play, and a healthy sprinkling of humorous banter among players. As each episode ends, I find myself so eager to learn what's next to come for the adventures. And as a newcomer to D&D, the podcast is a, uh, has been a great way to learn and internalize game mechanics. I I'm so mad about this. I just wish the DM wouldn't discourage Flick's puns. That's what the listeners Ropes really want. Puns. TLDR, oh, yeah. Last Refuge is a compelling and highly entertaining podcast. Listening to oh, here it comes again. Listening to just one episode will rope you in. <laughs> hey! Oh, he's my kind I of guy. My team for that. Um, what else am I missing? We also we do have a Patreon page now, as I've said a couple times. We've talked about it enough tonight. Uh, Patreon.com slash DND Last Refuge. Help us out there and become part of our Patreon community. Uh, as always, we have our Twitter at DND Last Refuge. That's at D, the letter N, D, Last Refuge. We're also on Instagram. Follow us, drop us lines. Uh, you can always email us at dndlastrefuge at gmail.com. Of course, we have our website with character and player bios, fan art, a calendar of the conventions that the Last Refuge team is going to be attending this summer. That address is www.dndlastrefuge.com. As always, I want to thank Robert Hupf, my story consultant for this campaign, who may or may not still be in the chat. I don't know. And of course, all of you for listening and watching. Seriously, we are so thrilled. I am your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, DM Jazzy Hands, and with me I have... Ms. Dira. Kit. Bria. And Flick. And... And for this episode, Zebo. Zebo. Good night and happy gaming, y'all. Good night, everyone. <laughs>